Through the wonders of the internet, we've come together. These guys, um, there's a guy named Balls of Steel to thank for us finding out about was? each other. That's his name on oh, the Rogan that's board. Fantastic. His name is Balls of Steel. And Balls of Steel sent me this. Uh, this Sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess. Unless they're like really little. Yeah. They're r- little balls of steel. Just be rattling around. Yeah, they don't they have like to be clean, big clean, balls clean, of steel. Clean, Just clean. little tiny ones. <laughs> probably a lot of tissue. You probably barely jogging. feel it. He sent me a, a message saying, this is going to be your new favorite song. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I, I don't know this guy. I've never had any interactions with him. Sounds like he you knows know? you. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he nailed it, whatever it is. Maybe it's just it was so good that he just knew that all someone had to do was hear it. And that sounds like so corny. I, it, sounds, it sounds like very show busy when, when, you know, when, when entertainers compliment each other because it sounds like some <laughs> Academy Award bullshit. Or, you, know, you know what I mean? Like when, when someone sees someone and they goes, wow, you guys are really good. It doesn't, it doesn't, I always go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you didn't like him, you would fucking actor him. You know, you would say like, hey man, I just want to tell you, I really loved you in that movie. You couldn't give a fuck about that movie. So you just say, I want to really be clear that it's not that. And that's the only way to, to you have to bring that up. It's the, the See, I white elephant See, I always like I don't know who they are. Oh, really? Like, oh, what's, your last name is Timberlake? Is that, is that, is that Italian? French? Yeah, oh, by the French. way, when you do that to people, they know you're doing it to them, and they're just playing along. So this dude sends me this link, and I go to it, and it's you guys on top of a roof, I guess, like somewhere outside of L.A. It says Live at the Esquire House. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Yes. And uh, it was at the song Angel of Death, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is like... It was really original. It was like country, sort of twangy. It had a lot of like a lot of different elements to it. It's like the way the songwriting was really original. And I was like, wow, what the fuck is this band? So then I go on, you know, the assholes? YouTube journey, and I just <laughs> got in your shit. And I I I, I bought um, Billy Jack on uh, on iTunes, and I, that's all I've listened to for like a fucking week and a half. I've all I'm. I'm seriously, oh, man, it's, Thank you, sir. it's one of the best CDs I've heard in years. It's so rich and so complete. The thing that freaked me out about it is like, how the fuck do I not know who you are? It <laughs> is so good. It was so good to me. It was preposterous yeah, that I didn't awesome. know. And, and, and it's uncomfortable to say that in front of some people. <laughs> you know, but, but it was How is really. It that no one cares about you. I don't believe it's that. I don't believe it's that. I believe you guys are on the launching pad. And I think the internet is. I think you guys are going to get gigantic just from the internet. I really, I I just, I think this is, it's inescapable. You guys are too good. And, you know, we went to see you the other night and uh, seeing bands live for a comic is so inspirational, you know, for me at least. Because like when you, when you go see other comedians, that's inspirational too. But like, I already know how to do that. You know, I already do that. When I watch someone do something like music, I have no musical talent at all, nothing. I don't know how to play anything. I don't know how to sing anything. So for me, it's so alien. So I'm watching you guys jam up there, and I have no sense of self in the equation. There's no, Mm -hmm. it's nothing like, oh, I don't know if I would play that like that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't play shit. I don't, I don't know anything about music. So I can just like ape, just slack jaw. Like, oh wow. It's so to me that one of the most amazing things to watch is uh, a, a band perform live. You know, oh, you, I guys, feel the you same. guys were fucking amazing. You guys were really good. This this might Thank be that showbiz thing that you were just talking about, <laughs> but it's but it's not that because I feel the same way about stand up comics. I feel like it takes the biggest balls out of any of the performing thing because if it's not funny, no one's gonna laugh. You know what I mean? If we're done playing, people are gonna clap. Kind of no matter what you do, right. it's like an etiquette. Yeah. But if it's not funny, people you just kind of up there. 
Well, when you're hanging. Joey Diaz, who's a good buddy of mine, I don't know if you know who he is, but he, uh, he says it best. He says, stand-up comedy is the hardest, easiest thing you'll ever do. And what he means by that is that it's really hard to get funny. <coughs> but when you get funny, then everything's easy. Mm-hmm. Then you know how to, you, as long as you stay in the frequency, then you, you, know, you know what's up. You know, you know how to do it. You know how to do it right. You got to just make sure you co- completely concentrate on what you're doing. Never disrespect the relationship you have to the audience. Uh-huh. As long as you get to a certain level, you can do it fairly easily. That's what he means. But getting to that level, it's like there's a lot of shit that happens. It's, it's a long process. Do you go, I mean, do you go off your material and just kind of riff? Or oh, you yeah, stick in, yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, see, to. That, that, that freaks yeah. me out. <laughs> That's my favorite time. I love it when we're off the track and in the woods. I love it. It's one of my favorite times. I love uh-huh. hecklers. I, I secretly love hecklers. I, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but I love when shit happens. I just love the chaos of the moment. And I yeah, just, I, think, I think that's like where it's at, though, is the yeah. people that can, can go off track and you know, just bounce back and throw it in there and it being something that's totally off the cuff. Because everybody knows when it's, it's just repetitively there's, there's a little know? of that. Well, you know, also people know when it's stale. You know, mm-hmm. the, the key to comics is, you know, you can only, you only keep your stuff for a couple of years and you got to just launch into orbit. You know, unlike you guys, like, you'll, you'll be playing L.A. River for fucking decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that song's amazing. You'll be playing that when you're an old lady. Get used to it. Buckle up. Ben, when you're an old lady, you'll oh, be playing L.A. River. <laughs> that song is awesome. It's going to exist forever. Will be but there's, done. like, old bits that I have, man, where they were, like, my best bits at the time. I can't even touch them. They're useless. They're, well, they're and gone. time... time change <laughs> well it's not even that it's just you know you can't just do your old shit and then you forget how it goes you know you <laughs> stop doing it for a while and you forget how it goes like someone will yell out something and i'm like good luck with that one i don't even know how that one goes <laughs> we, we, we do the me. same we do thing that with songs that we don't play. like when you're on tour and you play the same set over and over every night and every once in a while you'll throw in a you know a different tune if you're feeling crazy or intoxicated and um you know, people make a request, and every once in a while we'll be crazy enough to play it. And there's been many times where I've forgotten the words. And, <laughs> and you, Christina Aguilera, did <laughs> seriously? It's what did Christina? Aguilera, she she, she did it? that with uh, the Super Bowl. The, uh, she did the national anthem, oh, and she yeah. fucked up the lyrics. You forgot. No, that's oh my a God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's tough, though. I mean, you're playing in a stadium. Listen, that bitch is tripping. You know she's tripping. I know she's tripping. I don't know what it is. I don't know what she's doing to get by, but it's not green tea and yoga. There's a lot going on there. We we stand with Christine. She had... Dude, she had period blood running down her stage while she was that is horrifying. a recent photo. Oh, no. Have you seen this? No, I don't know. Brian, pull that shit up. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. You need to pull it up. Christina Aguilera, period blood, down leg photo. I'm what not kidding. I'm sure it's not fake. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Someone tried to say it was spray on tan. I'm like, what are you trying to make her asshole look like midnight? Oh, no. That's ridiculous. There's no way it could be that kind of volume. I'm so scared. It's Don't be scared. It's life. It's part of life. Christina, I'm it sure, is a good it's a girl. She's got a beautiful voice. <laughs> I'm not into good, that kind of singing, good but she's got a powerful voice. Oh, she's a very pretty girl. She's hot as fuck. What was that dirty song that she had back in the day? Is that what it's called? That was pretty cool. Dirty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like Vien Conmigo. That, that girl's a freak. <laughs> Come on over. Okay, can I say that? I definitely think that's uh, spray on tan. Brian, look at how I, fucking I, rich I, and red that is. I date a girl that gets that shit done every three days. And, and it shit. forms a river and yeah, comes it down your exact, leg like the it's Congo? Sweating, if it's she's exactly sweating, like that. That's probably what it is. Listen, I'm going with period exactly. blood. <laughs> fuck you assholes. <laughs> Party pooping bitches. Spray on tan. Listen, um, man. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't think it's spray on tan. That's period blood, bro. Dude, is that your ass in the background, Joe? Behind my you? Ass? No, couldn't yeah. be. No, yeah, that's, that's my ass is way <laughs> meatier than that, bro. 
My ass is so much meatier. I can dream. How dare you? <laughs> that, that was spring. That was spring break, 2004. Joe, back in the day. Joe, Joe was, was in waxed. Myrtle Beach. Oh my god. Yeah. Did what I gotta do. Gotta get by. What? <laughs> so um, you know, meeting you guys um through Twitter is like uh, this is like uh, the first time I've ever met a band through Twitter, and then had the band come on the show. You know, this is this is a very interesting phenomenon. I mean, these are really strange times we live in. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because if we lived in another era, I would have to hear about you guys on the radio, and then uh, there's no way I would meet you unless I ran into you somewhere. You know, I can't just tweet you and go, "Holy guys, you guys are the shit." You can't do that. You know, yeah, now, it's a bizarre thing. Very bizarre. But but back then, you know, I think about this a lot. Back then, there was probably. Well, I'm I'm pulling this out of my ass, but for every hundred thousand bands, <laughs> I love when people sound. Do that. that was my ass just then. Um, exactly what it sounded like. There's probably like a tenth as many bands. You right. know what I mean? So you have a better chance, maybe. I don't know. That doesn't huh. make sense. Is actually, that true? Mathematically, are there more bands today? I think there's. Who's responsible for that? Internet. Yeah, the, the Austin, internet. Texas. Definitely the internet. Austin, Texas. Whores. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Copulating. You ever listen to those? You see, they have like public access, and they have like you know local bands are constantly playing on public access. Mm-hmm. A lot of bands in Austin, Texas. This is true. You guys are from uh, Ohio, Cleveland. I'm from. You're from Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes. And where are you from? Ben? I'm from New York, Massachusetts area. Couple New York, Massachusetts. Well, yeah. you know, I lived in New York, a couple places, a city upstate, and then I lived in Massachusetts as well. We met in L.A. though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Good and you guys met? At, how'd you meet? Did you meet like, uh, like we, uh, music class or some shit? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> after math well, class. Well, um, tell everybody your names. Um, I'm Suzanne Santo. My name's Ben Jaffe. And, uh, we are. That's <laughs> so gay, honey, honey. You know, it's funny it, it, that like you, you sort of like you know, you're saying all these great things about our band, and like you know, you you orbit around this this you know world, this community of you know like uh, UFC fighting and all this crazy like you know you're talking about Christina Aguilera's period blood, and, then we're, called, <laughs> and we're called and we're called now honey, we honey, and it's you know it's commendable for you to embrace us with warm, open arms. With such a um, nipple such juice, softy well, band I'm a, name. I'm a softy, you know. I, I I really am. I'm I'm wrapped up in a lot of other crazy shit, but I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as possible. One of your fans made fun oh, of our name yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, but we we fucking squashed we, we it. Probably hates his <laughs> life. Yeah, probably hates his life. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a lot of people on Twitter that hate their life. You know, there's a lot of people out there in the world that just want to scratch. They just want to reach out and claw because mm-hmm. nobody took care of them. Why? Because it's a complicated cycle of life, and it doesn't make any sense. And everybody's got a place, and you don't even, you know, necessarily want to be in that place. But you're That's stuck true. through circumstances. We made, we made friends with him, though. Could you? Yeah. Wow. No, we we worked it out. That's not worth it. Listen, if you keep doing that, <laughs> if you keep doing that, you'll have no time for anything else. Shit, you'll have well, honey, honey, stop performing. But they're full time <laughs> gonna tweet. That's all they're gonna do. Maybe he'll be less of a dick now. Maybe there's a chance. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Did you yeah. just say like re- reply hater hater? No, no. He basically said he was like, "Hey Joe, why don't you ask him where they came up with such a god awful band name?" And I responded. You responded to that? I responded. Okay. I just said, we're very sensitive. I'm going to help you guys. I said right our band now. name was inspired by your mom oh. after we boned her. Oh. oh. Damn. And then he was like, "Ha, ah, yeah." See, that was yeah, all. Yeah, no, we really that shut him up. Yeah, we too. decided this is mom. Well, then he he didn't even know you could have been a dude. <laughs> you could have been a dude that said that. Mm. Maybe he just spoke his language. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would say. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep which going with this. Which is totally fucked up. Yeah, well, that's a lot of the world. I was hoping you'd say you boned my mom. 
Whoa. Yeah. That's what you're hoping? It would no. be crazy? Um, that's what he was. Yeah, see, oh. I'm already in trouble. It's role playing. That was role playing. Right? You, you can't. You got to learn how to deal with trolls. This is a lesson that this is a good. Pl it's good that you came to us before yeah. you guys blow up because we're going to help you tremendously. Yay. There's going to be a lot of people and they, they're, they're what's called trolls. You know what trolls are, right? Like, On the internet? The mythical creature. No, no, no. They're the oh. people. They're real. And what they do is they say things to try to get you to respond. All you have to do is okay. respond. They go, oh, Here. trolled you. This is, like, this is how low end the game is. The game is so low end. It's like say anything mean, anything horrible, anything ridiculous, anything preposterous, anything accusatory, lie, make up shit, point out things that are completely. You are our Twitter sensei. No, <laughs> I'm gonna help it. you. I'm gonna help you. And all they're trying to do is get you to go, "What the fuck? Who are you?" And you, they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's all they want you to do. They want you. They want to get a re a green light. They uh -huh. want to get a green light. So they, they might send that. out. They might send Jose Canseco a thousand. Tweets. You know what's funny though? I was <laughs> drunk day. when I did it, and I felt overly emotional. And maybe that's Whoa. the secret: is don't, don't. Uh, maybe I should like Twitter off when we're boozing. The real issue yeah. is there's too many people that you're going to interact with, and okay. your individual one-on time. It is impossible for one-on-one -on -one time to interact with that many people. So you got to like choose who you're going to interact with, and you can go back and forth with some cunt face. But the only reason why you're going back and forth is they said something rude. They said something rude to get you enticed. Uh -huh. There's plenty of people that won't do that. So just that's why blocking is awesome. Just don't argue with them. Just block it. It's yeah. hard to do. It's really easy to just fucking go, fuck you, yeah. Oh, you I'm a loser. Who yeah. the fuck are you? I block 10 people a day. Yeah. You can block people? Yes. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? Oh, but that changes you guys everything. Need, you guys need <laughs> mentors. People are getting tweeted at by trolls right now. It's really funny. It says, says dickheads trolling ain't easy. That's dickheads trolling ain't easy. Oh, that's funny. It ain't easy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that trolling's easy. Sometimes, so, look, trolling is kind of tricky, you know? There's a lot okay. involved in that. You know, you gotta, you gotta pretend. You gotta get people mad. You gotta figure what's gonna really get Ben fired up that he's gonna respond and and get really shitty with it's me. It's very difficult. I'm very calm. You say that. Yeah. But he starts going after some. You know, Maybe. finds out about some ex girlfriend on Twitter and attacks yeah, you. They, all they're trying to do is just get you to respond. That's mm -hmm. all they're trying to do. Just trying to get you to respond. They just it's need not even love. Personal man. They do need love. They would way rather talk to you and be buddies. Uh -huh. Most likely, if you actually met them. But you know, there's no fun in that. We I'm will be your friend. Okay, you if you're that. out there, you're making a mistake. You're making a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we will give you our you, credit you card should, numbers you and You certainly license. should be friends with a lot of people. That's that. There's a lot of people out there to be friends with, but there's don't don't try to tame the cunts. <laughs> I feel like we should them. turn this podcast into a drinking game. Every time you say I, cunt, somebody has to drink. You want to really? play a blackout cast? Yeah. <laughs> you want a blackout cast? Sounds like someone wants no, a woke up. Is it for it's, real? Yeah, it's a podcast I do where we drink a whole bottle of Jägermeister in an hour. Oh, that sounds awful. But we have to finish it in one hour. Can we? Can we make it like whiskey? Stop it, bro. We're not doing that. We're not going to kill Honey Honey. <laughs> How dare you, bro? I love them. I, don't I want it kill to be them. easy, Stop easy. it, Brian. We can't kill them. <laughs> no. Listen. Joe Rogan is the angel of death. That I'm is just the trying secret. to hook you guys up. I'm trying to keep you guys moving in any way possible. I want you guys to make more CDs. Yeah. Keep grateful. it coming. We're keep so it coming. Oh, you don't have to be grateful. Just keep doing what you're doing. So that's, the, that's reward enough. It's just an amazing opportunity to be able to tell people about somebody. I, and I've never had a venue before. Before this podcast, there's no, or before Twitter or any of this social media stuff, there's no way, you know, if you, if you like something, like you had to wait for an interview and go, oh, fuck, this new band's amazing. You know, by mm -hmm. the time you do that, you know, the interview gets in a magazine, it's months later. Now just boop, immediately. Well, you know, it's tough because radio is, is a dying breed yeah. and we're not necessarily a radio band. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I guess we could be. You this. say that. This is radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. this is yeah. this is real radio. Yeah, this is. I mean, 
there's not a radio station except for like Sirius Satellite Radio that gets as many listeners as this thing does. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's amazing. Yeah, the weird the weird thing about the internet is that nobody even saw this coming. You know, uh-huh. they just somehow or another, well, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to send pictures. I'll send you a picture, whatever. Nobody ever saw fucking file sharing and streaming shows and, yeah. and everything free. Mm-hmm. The, what are they doing? They're putting it out for free? What the fuck? And then this other model, the radio model, just kind of evaporates. And, and there's no CDs now. There's no, you know, CDs, that's like five insane. more years. That's it's it. insane. I remember when I was a kid and they first came out with CDs. I'm like, who the fuck is going to get those things? <laughs> Don't we already have cassettes? Yeah, this tape is you fucking know? awesome. <laughs> Why are we going to... Is cassette good enough? That's kind of something I, I'm going to miss is I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for mixtapes or mix CDs. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I love it. But someone can do that a easily. A playlist yeah. is easy. Why That's do you hate better. the future, Suzanne? Yeah, Why, someone <laughs> can put that in your watch. I'm stuck they in have the USB watches that are also MP3 players. Do you have Spotify? Have you seen Do you have Spotify where you can share with your friends? You know, I'm... I'm uh, I'm kind of Spotify illiterate right now. Oh, it's great! It's okay. pretty much like Show a mixtape that you can you can have Joe's mixtape. You can have oh your yeah, you make your own like page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like a Facebook page for yeah, music. Okay, it's so. Right. Uh, I should know about this. I'm you should because look, Balls of Steel <laughs> is the guy that hooked me up with you guys. I mean, I mean, it's clear that that's where is that's Balls a, of Steel? He's, he's out there. To go yeah. on the road and I, I want to shake that man's hand. He's probably Fuck. shooting whiskey right into his dick with a turkey baster. Fart. <laughs> 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 he's on my message board. He could be doing anything right now. They're a bunch of savages. <laughs> Fart Blood Seven have, told me about Spotify. Oh, there you go. Yeah, thank you, Blood Fart Blood 7. Seven. Thank you, thank you, Fart Blood Seven. We, we've had this podcast in, or this uh, message board. I, I I started it in 1998, and it just sort of took on a life of its own. Now it's got like millions of posts. It's like six over six million posts, oh, and wow. it's just the craziest, most interesting group of weirdos mixed with cunts. It's just mm-hmm. a lot. Of, it's Drink. a cunt farm. It's basically Drink. I'm farming. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm allowing them. I even keep some of them around. I have it set up so that uh, when they're assholes or if they're rude or something like that, they get sent to special ed, and then they get a they get a pink name. Okay. So, and by keeping them around, I'm just making them even cuntier, right? <laughs> I'm, n- I'm not yeah. just reinventing. <laughs> May I get so up, please, clap. Joe? May I get oh, up and get some ice? Okay. No, I need to get some ice, but I figured I should ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. <laughs> Are you serious? You just really asked to get up? You should have raised your ben, hand, dude. Uh, Why didn't you raise your fucking hand? Ben, we're gonna, me, Mr. Rogan. We're going to um, have to become better Mr. friends Rogan. than this. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird, Ben. We're getting hammered in front of each other, and you're like, may I please have some ice? <laughs> That's very respectful. He's, from, he's, from, he's a Midwest boy. <laughs> he's I'm not. You're a New Yorker. You're a New York Boston guy. That's sort of me, too, man. I was born in New Jersey, and I grew up up mostly in Boston. Where, my grandma lived in Tom's River. What do you think about that? Oh, Tom's River. That's where the former UFC lightweight champion Frankie Edgar's from. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Shout out to Frankie. I love that dude. He just lost his title, unfortunately. Very, very close decision. Huh. He wants a rematch. I support you, Frankie Edgar, in your bid for a rematch. Good luck Aww. to you, sir. He's a good man, so Frankie Edgar. He's a so beast. I learned to shrimp out. You learned how to shrimp? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who, taught you, who taught you to do that? My friend Wendy Wang, lady. Wendy she Wang. beat the shit out of me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I got that because I went and took one class with the Gracies. At For that. people who don't know what it is, it's a, a form of hip escaping where you, uh-huh. you kind of get like a shrimp. You get on your side and you kind of like bend and kick like a shrimp. And the idea is to get out of a bad position. So that's what. So just let mm-hmm. it go. Yeah, let it go. I'm with that. So really you learned what? it from a woman? Uh-huh. I did. She brought me to this uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu class and I was shrimping all over the fucking place. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you like it? I, I did. 
I did. Dude, I'll get you free lessons. You want to train with, with my best friends, one of the best jiu-jitsu instructors in the world. If you want, you guys are Can in. Can my friend Suzanne you. come? You can, oh, dude, you're in. You're in. You're in. I'm so I'll in. I'll totally hook you guys up. It's done. I feel done like deal. carrying a knife just doesn't cut it anymore. No, it doesn't. You could learn some <laughs> nasty guard <laughs> techniques. See, the thing about your legs is a woman, you know, physically is not going to be as strong as a man. It's just no way, especially a big man. But your legs are strong as fuck. Your legs are carrying you around all day, and you're running. I mean, think about uh -huh. that. Well, you, you could walk for hours. You know, Try walking on your fucking hands for hours. So uh -huh. a woman's <laughs> legs are incredibly strong. And if a woman learns jiu-jitsu, I have friends, like my friend Felicia O. Oh, okay? She's a woman. She's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, and she's only about 130 pounds. Oh my and God. she's ridiculously technical. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm much bigger than her, and I have a really hard time like, just containing her and holding on to her. She's just, her technique is that good. She's shrimping out all over the time. She does everything. Yeah. She's right. a black belt. She's right. super. So that's high the level. only you vocabulary like I know. So I'm just trying well, to. Well, there was a there know. was a show. Remember a guy named Seymour Butts? He was like a porn star. Yeah. That had like a reality show on Showtime where it was like you know his like it was a reality show about his life like co producing porn films and you know living his life and you know dating. It was a real weird show. But one of the things he wanted to do is he wanted to start taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons and have him roll with a girl. Like they thought that would be funny to have him roll with a girl. But I don't think he expected. Felicia to fucking strangle him because uh -huh. <laughs> when they when they started wow. rolling she fucking manhandled him I mean she's a little girl she's uh -huh. a, a five foot th five maybe you know maybe 130 pounds maybe oh and she's fucking strangling this dude <laughs> and taking his arms about to break him and arm barring him and triangling him it was fucking chaos it was like over and over and over again she's just tapping him so is it mainly I mean when you're talking about the size of the dog in the fight here it's is it mainly about her her and leverage, or it's, is she just it's all incredibly about, strong? No, 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 no. She's not. I mean, she's a strong woman, mm -hmm. but she's a woman. I mean, it's not. Right. I mean, you don't need to be that strong yeah. if you have your shit together, it's, right? It's it's about her technique. Her okay. technique is just at such a high level, and her defense is at such a high level, and she just she knows exactly what she's doing, so she doesn't have to exert nearly as much force because right. she's always in the right position. Right. And you know, and she just like. Just technically, it was wild to watch because I'd never seen like a, a man with no training go with a woman who was a black belt. So it was really intriguing. It was funny. She just ran right through him. It was mm -hmm. crazy. <laughs> wow. Like nothing. Like she wasn't even tired. That's like our friend Wendy. She, I mean, she's not a black belt, but she's been doing it for a couple of years and she beat the shit out of me. It's fun. Yeah. It's you should fun try to watch it. Wendy beat uh -huh. the shit out of you me. You guys <laughs> should totally do it. You should have yeah. honey, honey death matches at the <laughs> end of your show. <laughs> oh my God. We've thought about it. Well, we're working we, we on it. What? <laughs> Ben's like, what the well, fuck are we? talk about trying to incorporate other you know various um, carnival acts crafts and <laughs> carnival acts and violence, violence. we need more violence crafts. Crafts. we're starting we're starting with a basketball tournament that well, we actually that's the truth actually. oh really yeah mm -hmm. oh basketball tournament for like charity or something yeah Okay, yeah, cool. and it's gonna be it's gonna involve a, a show, but like basically three on three, um, like ten minute games. All these other indie rock hoes yeah. in Los Did, Angeles. Does this Katie have bitches. anything to do with that um, organization that introduced you guys in Santa Monica? There was an no. No, no. That that that's a different thing. But we're just we're trying to be as involved as possible in all these nonprofit things and like arts education is kind of our the the area yeah, we're trying to get explain, into. Yeah, explain explain what that was because I thought that was really interesting. Well, when we booked the show, uh, a friend of mine who was booking the venue every Monday night, they would do a nonprofit. They'd feature a different nonprofit, and the proceeds from the night would go to that nonprofit. And he allowed us to choose. And there's a group called CoChart, which is a, a arts education funding you know because there's all these public schools that have literally no access to arts education so you know I think there was drinks that night that uh, went to it the door money went to uh, this group co-chart um, and what we're what we're working on slowly is having this basketball tournament with us and a bunch of you know other 
Los Angeles bands because I, ju- I just want to play basketball. We just want to. You just love basketball? Yeah, I love basketball. Really? It's really um, do you wish you were a big black guy? Oh, uh, I wish I was in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> if, if you were, if you were a, a, a big, tall guy, do you think that you would be okay. playing professional basketball or Definitely. attempting to? That's I not think half if bad. I, yeah, I think he's if pretty, I just really? took yeah. a different path with this body, I'd go with the NBA. Really? Because, yeah, because I think it would be exciting well, like for people to watch. Like this with a wave of your hand. Yeah. This body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have just paused and said, what's up? What's up? You know, about a year ago it's ben fine. ben in all earnestness said <laughs> to me he said you know suzanne i think i got this great idea for a reality show and it's basically going to be me for an entire year training for the nba because <laughs> if i because if i could do it actually- who wouldn't who wouldn't watch that if someone that looks like me could get into the well, NBA. Well, I'll tell you what. For real. I'll think it. For real. If you got. How old are you? I'm 26. It might be too late. Listen, for me. Not too late. Not too late at all. My knees if, are going. No, no, no. You say that. They're, they've got all kinds of new things they're doing now. Uh-huh. What, what is going? Cartilage? What is it? You know what they're doing? They're taking your, your blood and they're putting it in some sort of a centrifuge and then they take it out and they shoot the fucking platelets right into your knee with human growth hormone. What? Re- Holy shit. Yeah, That's some re- stem cell Regenerate tissue. Stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Hang in there, fella. All right. Well, it's not, I'm thinking know, about freezing my semen, too. Yeah, I've done that. Okay, let's. Let's not let's not do that. But you don't think so? Let's take fish oil. Are you taking fish oil? None. You got to take fish oil. Okay. Very important for joints. Anytime you have sore oh, joints, really? amazing, amazing. Not just that. Sorry. Good for mental property. Is that your phone? So, that's my phone. I shouldn't have left it on. That's not cool. Come on, we're drinking. Um, Phil Collins. Interesting. <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't know what you're talking about. Studio. But um, boy George, he's a vice cop. Once you guys become famous, once you guys become huge, which you will, it's inevitable. I'm, I'm happy I met you now and you'll still talk to me. Once, but once you guys become famous, then you on a reality show when you want to try to enter into the NBA, that would be fucking awesome. And then mm-hmm. balancing it in with your schedule of touring. Uh-huh. I want to be the executive producer. <laughs> Excellent. It's our We're actually looking for funding. Um, if Dude, you're interested. I'm down. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Duh. So my mid-range game is pretty good, but I think I need to the beyond the arc is really what I need to develop how, with my set. How are you with battle rapping? <laughs> battle rapping? Can you battle rap? Because eh. that might come up. You're a musician. Okay. You, you know. This Ben's is, actually pretty good. I mean, I don't want to fuck rap? you up right now. We'll see. I mean, you I'm, can battle rap. I know, you can. I, I know I, you can. I, I know I could get to a place where I'd be confident. Yes. I would say that if you if you're a, a young white boy like yourself uh-huh. and you're really good at basketball, some shits come up. Okay. Something's <laughs> come up. There's been some situations where you had to establish your position in the. Let's. I mean, I'm not. Uh, Suzanne's very kind. I don't want to uh, create a false image of myself in terms of how good I am at basketball. <laughs> but I, I will accept any well, challenges. We did that but three I, on three know. at the Strongsville Rec Center. <laughs> yeah, we were home for Christmas, and we <laughs> beat those 14-year-olds. <laughs> it was fucking awful. <laughs> but we also did I lose mean, to some 14-year-olds. Yeah, you, well, you did. You and, and the rest of the band. I wasn't. The, you didn't have oh, me. Boy. I'm, so you, I'm have lanky. You, have you I'm always been a, f- a big basketball fan? Like it rebounds. Could it rebound? Do you like diaries? No. <laughs> Do you like diaries? <laughs> what do you think about the color green? Yeah. Do you like diaries? Fuck. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, no, like, my basketball is passion is picked up. I, I just love the game. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I mean, I used to play a lot of soccer, um, but basketball, I, I don't know. I like it better. It's, it's so fast-paced, and it's like... Uh, so much improvisation. Well, you know what I mean? At least in this pickup basketball. There's a right. fine line. Do you notice when you, he started talking about basketball, he started going black? Did you feel that? Ben? He went a little what black a, on us. Did a, you notice that? What about yeah, me? It's like, you know, you know it's, all about, it's all about improvisation. Oh. When, when you guys <laughs> were looking, little, he called me like bitch. Me at all. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding, Ben. I had to throw you in But the there is, there's a fine line between <laughs> rock and roll and being a professional athlete. Hmm. 
I'll support that. I think it's a big, fat, stupid line. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of difference there, actually. <laughs> I'm working on getting us fucking it's littered with heroin needles and before shows. All it's there. Track suits. That'll be dope. Doing some warm ups. Just like, like some '70s stretches. gangsters from New York. Yeah, it's fun times. Jogging suits. Somewhere. They're in. They're in the mail. <laughs> Already all over it. Well, have Have you? Yeah, it's gross. We're drinking this weird rum stuff. Have you ever had interest other than music? Have I? Um, you know, I yes, yeah. I actually moved to LA for acting, and really, I thank did, I did God. fairly well for a little while. Thank God you got here for that. And <laughs> you abandoned that shit, right? Did you? You're way too cool um, to be an actress. It's no, impossible. Because <laughs> you're way too cool. Oh um, no, I, I worked for a number of years, and and I just when I moved out to LA, I uh, I went through my first breakup. Whoa! Yeah. Please tell us more. <laughs> it was very dark times. Oh no! I, uh, Did that inspire good music? I packed on a few LBs. I got really sad. Oh, and I, what's up? And I, I wrote a lot of pathetic, sad songs. Oh. Yeah. It was like ring. The shit you yeah. write when your heart's broken. It's but so but sad. you know mm. what? It was really funny because it was just like a crazy chain of events where like I played a couple open mics. Because my roommate was a booker at the time. And I didn't know anybody. I met my roommate on Craigslist. How, how long ago were we talking about? Um, I was 18. 19. So how old are you 19, now? 27. Oh, okay. Nine years ago. As this Ben is, says. Nine years ago, you still ben fucking says, with I'm in my late. I'm in my <laughs> late 20s and Ben is 26 and he is in his mid-20s. I'm a young buck. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's so, all about what attitude. What are you saying? It's all about positivity, <laughs> y'all. Positivity. Yeah. So, so you just started going up on open mic nights? Just um, fucking around? Well, you know, it was crazy. Like, my first show, I, I met all these people that I'm still friends with today. And every time, it just, like, snowballed. And then I met Ben, like, maybe a couple months later. And we started writing together. And it, it really happened. Like, we started putting some songs on MySpace. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Have you ever thought about maybe you guys being the Captain and Tennille Part 2? <laughs> Huh. I love that song. I've never thought of That's that. That's a band. Keep us together. They're not bad, man. Yeah, That's bad. You're going to be man, the you captain. sound really good today. Hey, She's Sunil. I like how you, you hit the high notes, Ben. Oh, thanks. Aww. So you guys immediately hit it off? You meet? What, what, what's your impressions of each other? I mean, I, I always I wondered was, how was, bands that work, work. We hit it off as friends. And I was, much, I was pretty green, you know? Like, I, I've always sang, and I've played the violin since I was a kid. and um, But I... And I played a little guitar, but Ben had been, Ben had already written an entire record, recorded it, and, um, you know, he, he kind of showed me the way, the ropes, if you will. Wow. So, Ben, what is it like for you, man? You're a musician. You meet this chick. She can sing her ass off. And it, what, what, what do you, how you, uh, how, do, how does it become a band? Man, I, I feel like the band stuff just happened. I, I, you know, we kind of got outside forces. Like this situation, outside forces just come around every once in a while and kind of push us, push us along, honestly. But, the, you know, when we play at first, we were playing some songs that I'd written and Suzanne just sang them better than anybody else sings them. So it was, uh, I don't know, it was kind of like a no-brainer, I guess. It was just like, okay, this, this girl can sing. And then we started writing together, and we just had a great relationship. Uh, do you guys, did you have day jobs at the time? Oh, How, yeah. Yeah? I sold barbecue. I worked nice. at Baby Blue's Barbecue. Oh, what's up? Yeah, those are, those are my people. Oh, that's a good place. It's fantastic. But, I, man. There's only like 10 legit barbecue places I swear I lost 15 pounds when I stopped working I'm there. Sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you ever go to Dr. Hogley Wiley, Hogley yeah, Wogley's yeah. in Van Nuys? I've been there. Mm -hmm. Ooh, been there. it's yeah. worth the drive. It's tasty. God damn. But you you got to give yourself like a good, like, day to prepare and no food in the morning <laughs> man don't fuck with breakfast yeah, no. you got to go right mm -hmm. there i go for, i go there for like a 1 p.m lunch 
breakfast sort of a thing. It's ridiculous. You ever go to D.C.? Yeah, Washington. You, you sure. know Ooze and Oz? Ooze and Oz. That, oh that spot God. is no. the greatest. I mean, yeah. it's similar to Baby Blues. It's a soul food place. So you were yeah. working Baby Blues. Where were you working? I wasn't working at the time. I was just like, I was lucky well, enough. Teaching. I had. I had oh, yeah, I was Suzanne. teaching. Yeah, was right? <laughs> Mooching off my money train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you were, you were teaching? Te- were I, w- I was teaching guitar, um, and uh, I, I was really lucky to uh, be great friends with a producer named Andy Paley, and I was working on all these cartoons. I was like playing on these uh, cartoon soundtracks. I like SpongeBob did some stuff. SquarePants. Yeah, it's just oh, like oh, random, oh, random oh, that's stuff. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. So I, I got to do all these amazing TV projects and stuff like that. Um, you know. I guess that was it. And then, so you guys form a song. This is what I want to know: who's who's writing this stuff? Are you guys writing it all together? Mm-hmm. Well, now we are. Our, our first record was a lot. Half the record was Ben's songs that he from his previous record that he recorded, and um, now we we pretty much write everything together. And um, it's it's really interesting to like kind of just watch the whole thing develop because uh. it's you know we're we're getting better like our musicianship, our writing, our performing, and it's like. It's really cool to to just keep striving for the next level, and um, we write all the time, and sometimes we write for other people, and it's it's become something that's really, um, you know, I can humbly say, like w- once you're secure with it, it's so much fun. Yeah. You know, because there there was a time when, when I said, you know, like when I was younger, and 19, and just getting started, where I was so insecure about. Like, oh, my God, does this sound like shit? Is that stupid? Is that cliche? You know, and you just kind of trial and error have to go with it. And, and now it's, it's just like it's, it's like kind of a whole other entity. It's like once you write a song, you just kind of put it out there. And it's really, it's really fucking fun. And the big <laughs> reward is in the creativity, right? The big reward is in bringing something to life. Yeah, where it wasn't there, it didn't exist, and through you or collaboration or whatever it is, Boom! All of a sudden, there mm-hmm. it is. Well, they're, you did they're it. all stories, you know. They're all yeah. our stories, and and that's what I think the the best part is that they're they're true. You know, it's it's not like I feel like I'm playing some I'm acting. You know, and that and that's what's that's a nice part about playing music as opposed to when I was an actress is that like this is mine and ours. Well, and there's a deadness to something. Like there's beautiful songs that other people have written, and then people will will sing them, and it's is beautiful. But there's a difference. There's a big difference between someone who wrote the song and is singing the song and someone who is singing the song that somebody just sold them or somebody, you know, got them to sing. There's a, there's a difference. There's a disconnect. There's something that happens in any form of art, whether it's great acting or great singing, songwriting, or, or great r- literature. Like what, there's, there's when someone fucking just nails it. Mm-hmm. And when they nail it, they're completely tuned into it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not just... I'm gonna sing this song that this weird gay guy wrote. He's really good at it, you know. And he sells Steven them. Steven Sonnen. And they the go and they they make. It's because he's always a cool gay guy. He's like on top of shit. <laughs> There's a lot of those songwriter guys, but you know, you know what I mean. I mean, it's like a disconnect. There's a disconnect between the work. I mean, even uh-huh. if you feel it, even if it's beautiful, you know, there's it's not quite the same. Yeah, but I, but I do think there's something appealing about having just a, a song that's good enough that it can be universally applicable you know what i mean yes. and then and then someone yes. who has a beautiful instrument and a beautiful expression i completely can agree. channel that i know what you're saying i completely agree i i, I think both yeah. you know what yeah, i'm saying i sure. think well, the, like the, the, the tributes and and covers are, are do you know that little kid you remember that little kid there was a video and he got on ellen and he was uh he was singing uh um a uh, lady gaga song what's that kid's name song 
I don't know. We've talked about it so many times. I know. I know. <laughs> do, you, do you know the kid I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Either way. Joe, may I get up again, sing- please? You got to pee? <laughs> I know. I got to get some more ice. Get some ice, All right, son. Thank you. Stop thank with you, the sir. questions. <laughs> He's singing that paparazzi song, oh, and it's a cover, but it's, you know, it's a, an 11-year-old kid, and it's fucking brilliant. It's yeah. really brilliant. And in that case, yeah, yeah, he's tapping in, even if he's well, not. Well, that's what it is. I think that, the song. that it, it's like, again, it's like, you believe it. Like, if, right. it, if it's true to somebody. Because I, I mean, have, I sing some songs that Ben wrote, and if they don't, if, I, if it doesn't resonate with me in a, in a place that I can. Well, I think this kid who was singing this song clearly was not believing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. But what these lyrics represented to him was real, like, personal emotional feelings yeah mm-hmm. because there's no way he knows about smoking cigarettes and the paparazzi and all uh-huh. this nonsense he's, he's not resonating with the actual right. song maybe he's connecting to the idea of this woman lady gaga who's going through this and he's channeling himself through her mm-hmm. but most likely he's just trying to show how emotional and conflicted he is in his his expression uh-huh. and it's just so powerful that you you know it, it vibes with the actual song that makes no sense uh-huh. coming from an 11 year old boy yeah you know? that's funny but when I, I I love that 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 kid did that. But if he was forty, I wouldn't like it as much. Uh-huh. <laughs> look, look where's, creepy, your, where's your own shit, He's dude? Got to uh-huh. capitalize on the now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. You're, you're already peeking, kid. Yeah. It's all downhill. Yeah. That's when gonna you, suck. For when you. you write your own shit and you you sing your own shit, to me, it's it's I feel like more connected to it. You know, I'll second that. That's why you guys are badass. Oh, man. <laughs> I totally Tell disagree. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Brian totally, doesn't totally even disagree. like music with words. Really? All Brian likes is like... I like all music. He no, likes I just Pac-Man like music. Man music. I like, I like uh, old 8-bit sounds. Yeah, that's cool. Once okay. in a while. Are you a, are you a jam band kind of guy? I, I grew up hippie. A little bit of fish. Little fi- uh, Ween more, but... You just yeah, nailed him. You yeah. nailed him. He's, he's into the rope. dead. Piss up a rope. Yeah, yeah it's a, what is one that? of the greatest Piss songs ever. Do you know about the Ween doing the Pizza Hut commercial? Hold up. What no. did you just say? Piss up a rope there's is one a, of the there's what? There's a song called Piss up a rope by Ween. It, Ween did a whole album. songs ever? It, Ween did a whole album where it's like old school country sounds. So the best thing about Ween is like every single one of their songs sounds like a different band almost. Okay, dude, pull that shit up. I never heard this. Piss up a rope. Ween lets you play their shit on the internet. That's Why one of the coolest things about Ween. I hope so. No, they do. That's they're they're really like open about like you playing shit on the internet That's and, awesome. and the use of shit. Uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, at a certain point in time, people have to realize that there's no way you're gonna ever control how many people are downloading yeah. your shit. It's impossible. But you can control what you do, and there if you control is. what wow, you do, and people so like bad. it, they'll buy it. Enough mm-hmm. people will buy it. Breaking my back, doing the best that I can. None for the man. I go dope. You can't smoke. So in the fucking road and piss up a rope. Oh my god. So wait, I gotta tell you about the Pizza Hut story because they were commissioned to write a song for Pizza Hut. And it was like Ween was Ween was, and they apparently and and God, if I say this incorrectly, I apologize. But they basically they they wrote this tune, and the the, the A B is on YouTube, so you could find this okay. if you wanted to. But basically, they wrote this tune. It was like where the cheese go? Oh yeah, it's no, about, where the cheese it was, at? It was about this like cal- calzone cheese? kind of like fold over <laughs> pizza, and it's supposed to be like so they write and then. 
they write this brilliant song, right? It's like witty and they produce it and it sounds great. It's all about this like fold over Stromboli calzone type thing. It is. And it's like, where'd the cheese go? Where'd the cheese go? And Pizza Hut was like, ah, can you make it a little more ridiculous? And so they, they, you know, basically (laughs) they insulted the band and the band came back with the same song verbatim except for where'd the motherfucking cheese go (laughs) 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 it's so great it's so it's so brilliant and obviously it was never placed here it is on a commercial that's hilarious oh good you got it oh that's hilarious where'd the cheese go (laughs) i don't know i don't know where'd the cheese go i don't know That's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Oh, it's great. That used to be my ringtone back in the day. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, Brian's oh always got the most preposterous awesome. shit. If you're ever looking I'm for something sweating. bizarre, if you hear a rumor, a whiff of something in the air, is Brian this true? Contact Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's got the inside word on all nerd shit. Oh my he'll, god. He'll let you know immediately what the fuck is up. <laughs> Where'd the cheese go? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah. I love, I, I love bands that do that. <laughs> Put all their oh shit out God. there. I like like Radiohead sells all their shit online. I, I think it's it's the future, right? Yeah. It's a matter of time. We talk about it all the time like this this uh, an app Stitcher that we're available on. You can get in your car now. Oh, someone's phone is still singing gay songs. Oh my God! This time. What is this? Can we hear that ringtone? What is that? Dude, that was Little Bow Wow with a duet. Do you have different ones for different people to call your, you? Your fucking ringtone. No, you only have one ringtone. I have one ringtone. Oh, our manager. <laughs> we got your manager. For not- Talking about the Christmas song on Spotify. It's, it's way past Christmas. Yeah, what's your manager? <laughs> your manager's, look, drop that guy. He's an idiot. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Hang no, up no, on no. He loves Hang you so much. He I'm loves you, kidding, Joe. Joe, he loves you, and he's great. Listen, we're only joking around. Listen, there's a lot of things I say where people think I'm really being serious. There's an instinct that you have when you're a comedian to say the worst shit possible all the time, <laughs> and you try to fight it as much as possible. When, when someone fucks up, you're like, fire him, fire him. I don't really mean that, dude. No, it's I totally don't mean no, that. No, he's fantastic. But tell them to relax about the fucking Christmas song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just get the word out there. About, if we so have specific. problems in the future with him, Joe, may we oh, contact you? you? I'll call him. <laughs> Forward all calls through me directly. I'll take care of it. See, you oh know, God, these, no one can ever tell you what to do. If, if they do, it won't work. You know? The, the only thing that you can do that's good is put yourself out there, put your music out there, and keep going. Mm. All that other stuff, let them deal with it. Publicity stuff, nonsense. But don't let them tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's the bottom line. There's a lot of prognosticators from the outside, and they'll sit back and they go, what you need to do is, if you ever think, that beer might be holding it back. <laughs> oh, man. Something We've about the beer. Is something about the beer. It for me. Has ever, anyone ever said that to you? Like, Ben, if you just... If you no, just they give cut, Ben a lot of crap about his hair, though. Yeah, what the fuck? If you just cut your hair... He's an attractive man. Ben, 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 Ben. This is not what the ladies want, Ben. Ben, 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 Ben. They never talk about the ladies. Ben, you're a talented artist. It would be a shame if you got as far as you got, and then suddenly it all falls apart because of your look. Ben. And they're always Jewish just like that. What do you mean just like that? I'm with you. I'm not interesting. I never said Jewish. No, but Suzanne did. Suzanne did. For my love of Jewish people, I must immediately change my accent. I appreciate that. Ben, listen to me, Ben. I got this wire, Ben. Ben, I got this game. I know the game, Ben. Sounds vaguely African. We're gonna cut your hair knife five years from now. You do whatever the fuck you want, Ben. Do you think you can be a little bit taller? Ben. (laughs) 
That's just what you want. Ben, lifts. Everyone wears lifts. Come on, Ben. I got them. I got them. I got the socks stuffed in my pants and everything. Anal bleaching. Have you have, have, have any, Has anyone ever given you any per- anal bleaching? It's a good move, dude. Don't hate. Have you ever? <laughs> oh no! Explain. I'm so kidding. By the by. By the by. So kidding. The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, That's oh, what I have to say. Oh, How dare you make me go there? Don't challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what we're even talking about now. At this Pulling point. a raisin out of so your scared. asshole. That's not what we're talking about. I remember that. It's Sailor Jerry. It's his fault. Yeah, it is Sailor Jerry. <laughs> um, but Sailor has Jerry. anybody ever given you any preposterous advice as far as look or image? Yes. Or yes, please tell me, Suzanne. What have they done to you? Um, Those fucks. Well, motherfuckers. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names. Don't don't don't. You don't have to do but that. I, I was told once to. Um, well, you know what? No, I can't. Go for it. No, it's too late now. It's, it's too, too late. late. I got your back. It's too late. I got your back. Funny, but like basically, you know, like I aforementioned earlier, it, that like you know, our band, we're at this level where we write together and we we do like you're arra- making arrangements with the music and it's it's really fulfilling and rewarding and and we're watching it do all these cool things, um, like be on your show, holy shit balls, holy shit balls. Um, <laughs> but I was told a few years back to when I was just starting out and like trying to figure out how to do things that. Um, I should work on being attractive and funny and a Whoa. good performer and, and not write songs and let my bandmate write the songs. And, and I, I was like, you, you want me to do what? Like, oh, was this a guy who was trying to fuck you? Ship. Was this guy trying Definitely to fuck you? Definitely not, and I hope to God not, because that <laughs> would be <laughs> incredibly <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> I, just, I just threw I up I think in my a mouth. lot of women don't realize how many guys who are interacting with them want to fuck them. No, I, I think this I'm person just up. wanted to I'm control things. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to help you out here. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What do you got? How you old got? is this guy? How old is this oh, guy? Oh, he's, he's way older. 50? Um, Probably, yeah. 50? Okay. <laughs> way older. Okay. In, he, like, your, in your eyes, in your eyes, he's out of the game. In his eyes, he's a player. <laughs> oh, God. Trust me. He knows he can't fuck you. He knows he can't fuck you. He knows you're not attracted to him. But his instincts will always be to belittle. And to try to, in some way, to find something wrong with you. Instead of, like, as a representation, or a representative, rather, of an artist, like, the way you should be looking at it is, like, trying somehow or another to, to be an aid, to build them up. Not to, like, shoot them down and correct this or change that, but to just to pump up all the good stuff. Like, you know, like, like, look at them as, you know, like, you're in some sort of a partnership with them, and the more you can rise them up, the better it would be for everybody. So it should be all be positive, and all be, like, reinforcing it and honest and everything, but, but still... Positive. So when a guy who's a representative kind of like shits on you a little bit like that and tries to change what he's selling and change who you are, I always think he wants to fuck you. But but you know what? Well, <laughs> it's a power it, thing. Regardless, regardless if that is true or not, and I listen again, to I me. To God Stop it. Not. Stop but it. Stop with the modesty. Don't even talk right now. No, I'm serious. Listen, you're a very pretty girl. Very. Thank you, you're a very pretty girl. That. You know that. You know that. And you're also talented. So for anybody who gets into a position where they're selling something, most of them are fucks. Most of them, like, there's a lot of great agents and great, great managers and, and great representatives of artists. I love my manager to death. I've had mm-hmm. the same manager since I was an open mic comedian. I love him to oh, death. We, al- we also love you, Jeffrey. Sorry about the Christmas Jeff, we thing. Love well, you. my guy's name is Jeffrey, too. Oh, fuck? my God. That's crazy. Holy it is. His name is Jeff Sussman. Friends. That's my manager's name. No right. bullshit. What? That's not our guy's last we name. Sh- okay, we should but go on the bottom line is, bottom line is, I'm trying to tell you this guy was trying to fuck you. 
Well, it, we're trying okay, to help well, you out. But that, I think it was more of like a power fuck. It. I think it was a power fuck. I think fuck. you're right. It was a power it's, fuck. It's not just that. Yeah. It's be, it's because he's beyond the the possibility of being sexually attractive to you. Well, so because of that, it's got to be the power fuck. I would really him. would like well, the regular. All that fuck. thought process makes me really uncomfortable because I know it, it is does. that disturbing. But I will tell you this: that that those things, like when you know, I was like 22, and I, I needed um, a cha- you know, you need champions when you're just getting started, and you're kind of like hoping that you do a good job and then of the course. Person, a person that you're looking up to says some bullshit like that to you. Yes. I think that in the, in the long run those things are a good thing because you come you get over it and then you get better, you know, you and, and those well, things just kind of bounce right off of you. You you know, listen, there's nothing wrong with who you are ever. So if if you're if you're a person and and you like this, you like country music, you like dressing like this, if, whatever the fuck you like. Whatever, whatever you're attracted to. Stuffing a sock in your jeans. Whatever it is. <laughs> that should be what you gravitate towards. It's a one time. And as soon as someone comes <laughs> along and is like, listen, dude, you know, you're, you're going to have to like, change this and change that. And, and when, whenever someone tries to deviate you off of who you are naturally instead of mm-hmm. just trying to enhance you, they're not, doing, they're not helping you out, man. No, but I think just, that's a general attitude and approach in the show business and maybe all businesses I don't know well it's also to justify I mean they want to add some ingredients to the soup yeah well, yeah, well Ben the fucking kid can get nowhere this mustache thing this fucking beard <laughs> thing going you, on you don't like my beard you know what, love though? it I love think, it I don't think you're, you're it's kind of patchy right. and, and sometimes sometimes you have to take that hit and, and know that you're smarter than that person and and keep going, you know, or and, and, and use them. <laughs> or someone could could actually give you good advice. That's the truth. That's the craziest thing. Someone mm-hmm. could actually give you good oh, yeah. advice, you know. But it's, it's rare. But then again, they shouldn't be, you know, they shouldn't be. Douchey about it. Yeah. Idiots. But... <laughs> But the idea that men men always want women to dress like a certain way. Maybe if you dressed a little bit sexier, you know. I'm not Suzanne, saying. Suzanne, can I'm you be saying. more of a C cup? That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> we need bigger areolas. Can you get a tattoo around yeah, your areola that you looks go. like a That's, regular? If I had a nickel for every time. I know. I work with this chick, very cool chick, but no I won't say nickels. her name out of respect because I don't know if she wants people to know about this. But she had cutlets, these these rubber cutlets that oh, they yeah. stick in your oh, bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, sure. They're like they're like a temporary fake boob. They look, they look like yeah. chicken. It's weird. Chicken. They look like a, a big I, slab of uh, rubber chicken. Yeah. And you stuff your tits with them. It used mm. to be, it's somehow or another, like, it's acceptable, whereas, like, tissue paper is ridiculous. But these uh No, I've had to wear them before. I know exactly you wear them? Yeah. I mean, I, I used to... Uh, I used to do some modeling back in the day. Oh shit! And what's up? Yeah, what's yeah. Up? Well, it was like it was just catalog <laughs> work. Talking about basketball. Lo- you got any local, JPEGs on you? Local Cleveland, Cleveland catalogs. No, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> got any JPEGs on you? Yeah. <laughs> any CD-ROMs in the old bag over there? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody did some modeling. Now I understand why you had this shady manager. I feel like an idiot. I understand you were so in transition. Right no big oh, deal. Jesus Listen, Christ. I was a paper boy when I was young. It's cool. <laughs> so well, now you guys choices. know that I'm t- dumb. <laughs> and I'm kidding, that's not true. That's not How true. How dare you? How dare you play stupid? Um, Zoolander. We're playing South by Southwest, <laughs> and um, we're <laughs> apparently because you know when, when you when you play certain shows, they give you things like clothes or fry boots, and we we got offered this position where they're like, "Hey, will you guys play this show? We'll give you free clothes, but you have to rock walk on a runway." And Whoa! I mainly I didn't just, realize this was the case. I really just I I'm I'm you know it's, it's, you just kind of walk by and be like hey check out this fucking jean jacket right you know? that's what um, you have to do. But I'm more excited for Ben to do it. 
Yeah. Because dang. I think that, like, from a Zoolander standpoint, oh, yeah. it's just going to be... Blue steel all dang. over oh, the place. Yes, I yeah. really, truly and expect... And the panties drop. ...that oh, yeah. you will be updating your Facebook profile. <laughs> yeah, period blood. <laughs> I don't t- oh, dear God. It's runway <laughs> model. <laughs> I want to see runway model. One time Once we I've did done a, it, I, I'm a, not going to lie. One time we I'm did a photo shoot together, and the photographer said to Ben... You have the most beautiful Jesus eyes I've ever seen. And she, she just referred to him for the rest of the day as Jesus eyes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, take a note, ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what did that feel like? Did you feel like a lot of weight was on your shoulders? Or <laughs> yeah, there's that? a lot of did responsibility. You feel Humankind <laughs> was that, but I was carrying someone, and the only <laughs> two footprints were in the sand. Could you imagine if you pulled her aside? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that I was going to say, sense. could you imagine if you pulled her aside and said, listen, I want you to keep a secret? Jesus. <laughs> I can't I do that. Jesus. I'm not comfortable with that. Joe. I am Jesus. I am the Lord. <laughs> <I'm> sinner. <laughs> and I am back. I am not humorless. I'm not humorless. I am a man. But I also am the Holy Spirit. Let's do some light no modeling. Tell no but one. Do <laughs> tell no one I got to walk the wrong way. They're calling me. They're about to call me. Give me, give me those chicken cutlets. It wouldn't be that hard, man. You know what you would do? You would, you know, even if you thought that that was hard to pitch. You know, say, listen, I'm not Jesus, but I'm this, the new guy. He's the <laughs> new guy's name is Ben. It's the new Messiah. You know how Jesus, before there was a Jesus, I mean, nobody knew what the fuck. Je- you know, you couldn't say. That's true. Before Jesus' birth, you can't, couldn't say, praise Jesus. People go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know why? Because Jesus didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. But Ben's here. Be like, praise Harold. Ben's here. It's Ben now. <laughs> it's Ben. And that will be the new thing. It'll be praise Ben. Praise there's a lot ben. of Ben's out there, Joe. Yeah, there's a lot of Ben's, but not, not ju- there's a lot of mm-hmm. Jesus's out there, too, uh-huh. but they, they skate by. That's true. Ben, you could have t- you pitched it. You could have started your own cult do you have any land anywhere in the <laughs> middle of nowhere i don't but i'm looking for a plot listen how much beard can you actually grow can we be real are you trimming that <laughs> this thing is, this is kind of all i got to That's be honest you, you can see a little patchy on the side yeah, but Jesus didn't you have a full beard he was kind of piecey like that yes too. this you, is making me very good call what i would like what i would like if you're comfortable is okay. just something that looks like a little unkempt something, something that goes like over the, the lips <laughs> yeah yeah in the mouth where you really don't have an ego maybe don't shower for a couple of days you know, you want to be hygienic, but you want you want to not give a fuck. Okay, you don't want to stink. You don't want to be repulsive. You don't want to turn into a negative. But uh, you know, I, I don't give a fuck might be a positive. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I will follow this there. path. Imagine if you were like an agent for cult members uh-huh. or for for cult leaders. Like, listen, I think we're about about to get get busy with this cult. Mm-hmm. But what I need from you is more beard. <laughs> I need you got to work on our image. You got to work on yes. your looks. I mean, really, we're <laughs> lucky that showbiz people don't get involved in cult making because of cult making. Be really good was like, at it. Fuck yeah. Could you imagine if Alec Baldwin want to start his own cult? There'd be a lot of menopausal women that are just lining <laughs> up to be in the Alec Baldwin cult. Right? Just, just a woman who wants him to yell at her and then hug her. Just some some <laughs> weird situation. Curse her out over words with friends. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I almost had that one. And then I stopped. Oh, Life's so hard sometimes. It is very difficult sometimes. <laughs> Well, I'm drunk. Me too. Yeah, I'm getting there a little bit. This is pretty quick. My face is so red right now because it's I, there's like some sort of heat. Oh boy, bailed and from, left us with, from must Brian's have had to pee. direction. This I don't is, know. This is the first show I've done since I shaved my head. Someone it's actually good. asked me Ooh, earlier. They wanted me to ask you why you shaved your head. They also um, said they it, lost the feed. Is the is it? I, is it done? Everyone's saying it cut out. Yeah, it seems got, like it's no. It seems like there's no video. I've gotten several. Well. Texts. The okay. audio seems to be going though. Let me see if the audio's going. Working. Is the audio going? I don't know. Um, but the walls are purple. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the fuck happened. Let me call Brian real quick. Suzanne is wearing a lacy 
type shirt. <laughs> Joe shaved his head. I'm holding a Tara Patrick book. I could read no uh, a random yet. paragraph okay, from it if you'd like. Our first stop was a sleazy lingerie store in Hollywood. Whoa, are you reading Tara Patrick's biography? <laughs> I am. Why do I have my pants on? <laughs> okay. That's a good point. Let's let's go back to one. Let me call Brian and make sure that this is all really going down because Jeff, I have a feeling. What's up, Jeff? It oh, says uh, of all the people online, if you're if you're watching online, it says that it's on, but it doesn't seem to be on. Okay. Okay. So we're calling Brian right now. I'll continue to read. So, what did someone have a question? What was the question? Oh, they had? asked me. They said, "Ask Joe why he shaved his head." I tapped out. Tapped out to hair loss. Tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point in time, <laughs> as a man, I didn't even tap out. But I, I do think a whole bit about it in my act. I, I I cheated before I tapped out. Where did he go? My fucking freak employee has vanished. Hey Brian, this, the feed's down, man. People are complaining it's crazy. There's nothing on. See, see you stream black. Oh boy. Anyway, um, my hair was gross. Is this I just a good got time tired of dealing with it, so I shaved it. Yeah, go pee now, because okay, I gotta go now. too. I've been thinking oh. about it. Me and Ben are gonna get to know each other. What do I? Do? Oh God, yes. I'm after you though. So don't. Do you have a knife in your pocket? Oh my God! You gotta give me an up top, girl. I like how you. It rock says her it. name on it. I like how you rock it. She gets up. I'm like, is that a fucking knife? It's a really I bad. It. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it did that last time, Joe. Like it just like in the middle of recording, it just stopped. Is it? Uh, it but it doesn't we say it on. It doesn't. Though, right? Yeah, it, yeah. I have it saved on my desktop, but it doesn't say on here. Yeah. I don't know. What's could we reboot it? What do we got to do? I think it's working right now. It doesn't seem to be working on this side, bro, because I, I turned the volume on. It's, um, it's not on, man. Should I read more, Tara Patrick? Yeah, man. Oh, we're back. It is back now. It is back now. Okay, good. Tony Lee Beautiful. became my next ally. You know, when we have such a fabulous show, we have so many people that are trying to watch it at the same time, and sometimes shit goes wrong, ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen. The but internet's not perfected. It would always, it's always going to be on your Vimeo. So anytime like this happens, always just yeah. go to your website, <laughs> JoeRogan.net. Yeah, and, and folks, you should that. also know the folks that are watching this, um, or, or le rather listening to this, uh, if you ever wanted to watch, especially the ones that we do at the Ice House, it's really pretty badass. We have uh, a whole multi-camera setup, and there's a switcher, and it, it's like a half-assed cable access TV show. <laughs> but you can watch it. You can watch it on Vimeo. But people are actually watching. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah. At least 2,000 people right now are watching. It's two, right now, it's 2,082. Uh, live, but that's a lot the, of people. The, but that's a small amount. The majority of them are listening to it in MP3 format. Mm -hmm. The um, the podcast, the video podcast market is like a tiny fraction of what it is for the audio podcast market. People want to listen to the gym or in their car or in traffic. You know, couple years though, I think that will change. Do you think so? Because I think there's always going to be time where you're commuting, and that's why people love audio. That's, that's a good where point. We're, we come in and commuting. Mm -hmm. We come in while people are driving. Like you know, there's there's a there's a sort of a um, a place for all sorts of different types of entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, you want undivided attention when you watch a movie. But with a podcast, we like travel with people. Yeah, that's you know, a good we're point. on planes with people right now. Right mm -hmm. now, we're in cars with people. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're hiking with people. We're at the gym with people. Yeah. You know, it's it's a weird sort of a form of entertainment. So it's a, you know, so the visual aspect is a, a tiny fraction. It's about five hundred thousand people. An that's episode. amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it started out with just a laptop and like we had a webcam. We were just answering Twitter questions. Uh -huh. I don't know wow. what what happened, but <laughs> but now it's it's the most fun thing I've ever done. You know, of all the TV shit I've ever done, it's all fun. But this is the only thing that you could do. Whatever, mm -hmm. you could do anything. You know, we have you guys on. Yeah, come on. We gotta hey. play music. Hey, hey, hey. Do you want to tune your shit? I'm gonna take a leak. Sure. So okay. talk amongst yourselves. Or Brian, you got any questions for them? Or do you want to tune? Um. Uh, 
I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you while they pee. But so Brian, it, tell them about your weekend. So hey, uh, if you guys, uh, we I just put up a new podcast today, a new Brian Callen podcast, and we interviewed Jeremy Piven, and uh, we went to his house in Hollywood, and it is. Uh, a video version is going to be up later tonight, but the audio version's on iTunes right now. So if you subscribe to Death Squad on iTunes, you'll be able to download that, and it was pretty cool. Uh, also, if you live in the Los Angeles area this Friday, uh, Joe Rogan is going to be at the Ice House for the Ice House Chronicles, and that's here at the um, Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena, California. You can buy tickets at icehousecomedy.com. And uh, it's going to be Joe Rogan uh, and a bunch of other comics. And we just pretty much, um, we all talk like in a green room style here. And we do it as a podcast at 9 p.m. Pacific. And then at 10 o'clock, the show next door starts. And one by one, we go uh, from the green room to the uh, whatever. What am I talking about? I don't know. <sighs> Jesus. Podcast. I went into commercial mode. No, no, we're no, we're we're totally right yeah, we're on. No, fuck. It was always on. It, it just. Ben uh, and I were both discussing how we're drunk right now. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Are there any requests we could just play? Yeah. Uh, uh, do, you, do you do do you uh, know any Krabby Patty songs? Yes, I do actually. Okay, great, because I want to hear a Krabby Patty song. No, yeah, but that's a real song. Do you know that? Krabby Patty? Oh yeah, yeah. That's I was on that. Oh really? Yeah, on that scene. Oh cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's SpongeBob. Yeah, that's, oh, that's SpongeBob. Cool. Brian Wilson was always on that. How do you know about SpongeBob? Do you have kids? Uh, no, I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Andy's gonna love that. Yeah, Andy Paley, come on. The best day ever. Our, our friend who wrote all the SpongeBob songs, Andy Paley, um, we went to his wedding a few years back in Kansas where he got married in Kansas and at his wedding he we performed some Spongebob songs oh that's awesome it was a blast Tom Kenny the guy who does the voice of Spongebob was right. there and performed Tom Kenny really stand-up cool. comic yeah yeah, yeah he's the voice of Spongebob oh is he really yeah Pabbles oh, right. Hell do you guys yeah. watch Adventure Time also? Have you ever heard, seen it? No. You will love Adventure Time. Okay. It's on the Cartoon Network. You guys also get it on iTunes. It's, just, it's Adventure Time. It's by Pendleton Ward, and it's it's crack. You will watch awesome. a million. They talk about DMT. They've, it's just like an adult cartoon for kids. It's great. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't understand. Hey, Brian, do you want me to adjust any of these microphones via... Uh, no, that's good. Because I was just going to do one yeah. of these. Yeah, Yay. that's fine. I just want to point out that you guys are the first band that we've ever had perform Holy on this shit. podcast this live. This is an honor. Oh, please. It's an honor for us. This is so fun for so us. So if you have any other bands on the show, can we put them through some sort of level of hazing? Yes. Because that yeah. would be really fun. Yeah, you could be on yeah. the board, whatever you want. Yeah. The only one who has a, a grandfather clause, though, is Everlast. Yeah. Because he already talked about it. He wants to come on and do okay, it. Okay, fair enough. So, fair enough. We don't want to fuck with that guy. And he's he a great guy. I what love it's that, like. Everlast, shout out. <laughs> and oh, and uh, shout out to Dead Mouse. Do you wanna I love Dead Yeah, shout, shout out to Be Real, too. Maybe be just, Real. After we did the last podcast, Be Real wants to do a bunch of them. We're going to do them back and forth. Sweet. We're going to do them at their studio and simulcast his, his, his Ustream, my Ustream, same time. Right. We're going to do all that. So we're going to, we're going to do that real soon. Maybe I could just have a tiny... Fuck yeah, oh, no, son. Oh, no. oh, oh my. So I'm, like I'm no. driving back to... That's cool. No, no, no. That's I'm, cool. a, I'm a very no, uh, I got capable you. driver. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. Is this going to be uh, yeah. filmed or something? Does this mean I can't run for public office? No, it's it's just online right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's the shit they gave Neil Armstrong when they made him fake the moon landings. 
<laughs> what? Exactly. Um, <laughs> stay out of Proudy Poppies. Please do. <laughs> All right, what are you guys going to sing? We're going to sing a tune called Back to You that we have oh, not yet me, recorded. Say play, right? Yeah, Back it's what we're going to play and sing. Back to you. You've not yet recorded Back to You? This is a new song? We never recorded well, it. Well, no, it's been around for a while. We just never recorded it. didn't work out <laughs> thank you jesus <laughs> it's so important sometimes for shit to go wrong so, so important sometimes for shit to go wrong come on man that was beautiful that was amazing god damn that was awesome thank you you guys are a fucking potent combination man i've heard that song that song's never been released it's not no, on anything no. is it online anywhere uh yeah. it, well there's that there's that um 
that Esquire House video. Oh, but, is that it? That's but we haven't done like an audio recording of but, it yet. But I played it at that. the show that you came to. I, I, but I heard it before that. It must be the Esquire House mm-hmm. thing because there's mm-hmm. two songs on the Esquire House thing, right? That's the yeah. Angel of Death in that one. Yeah, the Angel of Death is the one. Do you want to hear me. that one as well? I would definitely. We'll play that for oh, you. Please, later, later, later. <laughs> Make me wait for it. Uh, may I go to the bathroom, please, Joe? Oh. Yeah, please. Go do it. <laughs> oh, dear. You can have ice. So now bathroom, we can talk about Ben Wellies. Yeah, let's talk about if it's Ben. It's more than two shakes, Ben. Don't get crazy, Ben. He's going to do it, dude, isn't he? So, um, I hope not. You, you guys have an unusual friendship. It's a cool little friendship, a working an sort of... Unusual uh, friendship, yes. It is unusual. Yeah. He's my best for, friend. It's hard for a man and a woman to be friends. It is, but it also is a, it's a great balance. You know what I mean? Yes, it, if like, it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. And yeah. I, I feel really lucky because we're, we're like incredibly... Like our communicative skills uh-huh. are just... We're very verbal. We're very honest. And, you know, I think something... I think a lot of things with bands is being able to be like afraid sometimes and talk about it or like fucked up about something and everyone, you know, and wants in any friendship. Sure. Any but this is a business right? too. I mean, it's right. a friendship and a business. More technical, more, more problematic. It, totally. And, and it's, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a, you know, there's a lot of emotions woven into this business too, because you're creating things and that there's a lot of attachment to that. And um, we just talk a lot, you, you know. You guys ever have issues like where like you want to pursue a song and it's like I'm not really into it, it's not working. We we really are on the same page as far as like what works and what doesn't. And we like if there's a tune that one of us brings to the table that we're not sure about, it we'll we'll give it a good try before it doesn't work. And it's it's always like we just know, you know. We don't we don't fight about songs like that. I've had buddies that have been in bands, and that always seems to be the, the giant problem is the communication between band members, the jockeying for positioning, especially with dudes. Like, for dudes, it's, like, ultimately going to be some dick-waving contest between band members. Dude, we wave our dicks at each other all the time. <laughs> Waving my dick in the wind. Hers Sing it, Brian. really Seriously. nice. Yeah. I, um, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's inevitable, right? I mean, it's it's a, a rare thing. What I was explaining, or rather, was I was asking, he was talking was about what, our rare what friendship. is it like to have this rare friendship? You guys have. I mean, it's rare that a man and a woman. I mean, you guys really seem like genuine friends. There's not any weird, creepy shit. It's a weird thing when you're hanging out. Sorry, it's noise. <laughs> Microphones move. Thank um, you. You ever hang out with someone and there there's a guy and a girl and someone likes someone and someone doesn't like the other person. There's some weird fucking thing going on. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, for what whatever reason. You know what I mean? It like doesn't seem like a real friendship. It's like this weird working partnership where the guy's creepy or the girl's creepy or someone's creepy. There's always something <laughs> uh-huh. wrong. But you guys We're just both have creepy. like this like really like We're both creepy. You guys mm-hmm. just have this easy way about you. And I mean, uh, that's, um, that's well, a very you. difficult thing to uh, accomplish in this life, especially young. You guys are very young. You, you said, what did you say, 28? 26. 26? And how old are you? 27. 27. I'm the one in the late 20s. Yeah, I mean, older woman. I mean, that's, you guys are, <laughs> you know, you're really young. I mean, to have uh, your shit together this well, you know, and to be, uh, to be buddies like this and so collaborative, you know, without any weird ego shit. That says a lot about the both of you. I mean, that's been a big part of... Everything we've done, when she was talking earlier about what someone had said to her, you know, similar experiences, not obviously not with the same adjectives. No one was pushing me to be like the attractive one. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of getting over ego in this situation, which I think has only served both of us. You know what I mean? Like uh, just as much as that type of thing has happened to her, 
you know, I, I tend to fade into the background when, you know, Suzanne's right. a beautiful woman. She's singing. She's a front person, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, you know, being able to be comfortable, not, not feeling threatened that no one gives a shit about what I'm doing or cares, you know, knows what I'm doing in the band has been something that has been great for me, I feel like, actually, to get over that. You know what I mean? And not really, you know, be too invested in what people think they understand about our relationship or anything like that. All right, that. listen, Suzanne, this is going to end horribly wrong. Oh, boy. Oh, this Jesus. is going to completely fall apart at a certain point in time. No. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have the perfect little Black collaborative Alabama. sort of a situation. I mean, it really is beautiful. You know, you. that's when, 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 when it sinks and it works, you know, it's obvious in what you produce. You know, what you produce is so so fascinating it's really compelling stuff it's really well, good you know thank you. well thank you and you know something that's like really important to us is um comedy and having fun and like w there's a lot of serious elements to what we're doing because we want it so badly to be our life and our career and you know obviously times are tough it's like you know we're not selling a million records right now and that'd be cool if we did um but you know we're working our asses off and mm -hmm. and it's very rewarding and like if we're not having a legit. blast, if we're not having a blast, then there's something wrong. And even when we're like broke as shit, which we totally are, we're having so much fun. <laughs> well, you guys know right now you're as legit as you'll ever be. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> so pretty much everything's legit. going downhill. Well, if from we do from well. here on, when success hits you, then it's like, oh, you know, they don't even fucking respond to your tweets anymore. You know, it's gonna get. I mean, ah. You're in the you're in the perfect position. Because because once you become famous and once everything takes off, then people are going to be looking at you like, oh, you know, you're just like fucking mainstream now. It's like you're not the same. You know what you were like right now. You're like you're in your romantic prime, <laughs> and you guys are. You remember that? Just another band out of Boston Who wants on the to road date to try me? to make ends meet. You ever heard that Boston song? No. We were just another band out of Boston on the road to try to make ends meet. Sleeping mm -hmm. in our car. I forget the fucking lyrics. This sounds uh -huh. But the point is, it's got it. There's, they did a show. A guy came to the show, and they got discovered. You guys are like right there when the guy comes to the show, and next thing you know, <laughs> you're on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine with Matt Taibbi. Oh, who? What? Who? You don't know who Matt Taibbi is? No, but I've seen he's the Hunter S. Thompson for 2012. Well, that's pretty cool. Brilliant writer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He, he a little mean, a little on the mean side. Oh, Andrew Breitbart died, and the day he died, he wrote an article called "Death of a Douchebag." Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Wait. The day yeah, he died. The day he died. Jesus. And I was like, wow. wow. He doesn't give a shit. Ratings. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, Matt was it an accidental death or was fuck. it? No, no, he, he died he of he natural causes. Okay. No, Breitbart died of natural causes. Okay. And, you know, it's like, wow, Matt Taibbi doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. you know, like that, or, or, or it's a calculated move. Either way, but the, the, the thing is, people were, there's a lot of people that were so upset about Breitbart's politics that they didn't seem to mind wow. that this happened, that he died like that. So I was like, wow. You know, I was like, wow, Matt Taibbi's a bad motherfucker. I can't uh, believe he did that. I don't think Hunter S. Thompson gave a shit either. Yeah, he didn't. I'm pretty he didn't. sure. And I don't agree with Matt Taibbi. I would have never done that. Even if it was my worst enemy, I would have never done that. But a guy who's willing to do that, holy shit, that guy's got balls. Mm -hmm. And I guess the point is, like, you know, you're not forgiven for being a cunt just because you're dead. Mm -hmm. you know, Drink. <laughs> sorry. Salutes. Sorry. I mean, for good or for evil, you know, whether it's right or well, wrong. Well, should, should you be? Yeah, you you know. Well, look, we should all be. We should all be sorry for all the shitty things we've done mm -hmm. while we're alive. Mm -hmm. But just because you're dead doesn't mean we're supposed to re-examine your existence, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I for your own good, for the good of your own history, it's it's better to keep things real. Well, I don't know. Maybe you should re-examine because then you have this uh, ultimate perspective. But at the same time, if you were in fact a douchebag, 
then um, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, that's, you can't, it's a terrible you feeling. Can't avoid you can't that. change it in the afterlife. But at least you're in the clouds. Yeah. And you're hanging out with harp dudes. And <laughs> Why harps in heaven? Please. Harp how is come, a beautiful instrument. How come instrument. heaven doesn't get a violin? Harp <laughs> Violin's really hard to learn, and when you're learning it, it sounds like shit. It does, and when you've learned it and you haven't practiced, it sounds like shit. <laughs> One of the things that I really like about your music is it make me, made me remember how much I like songs with violins in them. Oh, dear. It's very rare. Some might beg to differ with you. What? No, I think, no, I think that's a great instrument. No, I'm just, I'm just it's being a beautiful instrument. There's a, a powerful, there's, a, there's a, a thing to a violin, you know. I mean, there's, like, there's a reason why The Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's such a <laughs> oh. badass song. And it's not because of guitars or drums. It's a fucking violin, man. Mm -hmm. It's a violin battle. It's a violin battle with the devil. Uh -huh. Okay, it's <laughs> Charlie <laughs> motherfucking Daniels, by the way, uh -huh. in a violin battle with Satan. Uh -huh. You know? Come on, man. It's not a Anyone. And anybody would say Anyone. there's something wrong with the violin doesn't understand life. Uh -huh. You know, it's not, there's nothing wrong with the violin. What's something wrong is the application of the violin. The violin, when properly applied, mm -hmm. is that a word? Properly applied? Yeah. When, when, it, when it's properly Both applied, it's, it's beautiful. It's, you guys use it a lot. You use the violin a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, that, and I think it, lately we've been using the banjo a little bit more, but it, it's in there. It's it's woven in there. What well, little threads of it? You you got kind of like a little country sort of a thing going on. Like there's a lot of country influence to like well, a lot of stuff you do. Yes right? and no. no. I think that the y yes, like Angel of Death is a, a total throwback country tune, um, stylistically speaking. What about Let's Get Wrecked? But that's that's not country. That's more like rockabilly kind of. Unfortunately, it's like rock and roll. Rock yeah. and roll. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, I we feel like we blew like it on that song a little bit. We did. What? We yeah. did. We're trying to rework the, things. The, oh. cor the chorus isn't what it should be. Oh please, shut the fuck okay. up! No. You guys are crazy. <laughs> okay. No, but let's you guys just, are out of your mind. I, I love that we're song. We're intoxicated enough to just tell you how we really feel. <laughs> well, I know that you listen. There's a lot of jokes. <laughs> jokes that I've recorded on CD, and then like a month later, I know how to do them better. I'm like, fuck! It's too late. Mm. Yeah. You know they're gone. But you know you gotta accept it. Well, that's that, the thing as a, as a, a observer, that's one of my favorite songs you guys have. Yeah. Oh, I love that cool. song. Thanks. But you know it's funny. It's like you. It's Bob Dylan ripoff. Is it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shit happens. It sounds very Johnny Cashish in the uh, beginning. Well, they you dug know, each like, other. Like the way the the writing is. Uh, like well, there's a song called Bob Dylan's 115th Dream, uh, which is on this. Uh, it's. Uh, Bring it back home is the record, the name of the record, and it's just like it's that. I was just, we were just trying to write that song, literally. Sorry, we should what, what is Bob that. Dylan's son's name again? Jacob. 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 We Jacob opened Dylan? up for him a couple the times. The Wallflowers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, his kids were Fear Factor fans. Really? <laughs> and I got to meet him like way back in the day when Fear Factor was on TV. You know, his kids like wanted to meet me. I was like, holy shit, I'm meeting Bob Dylan's fucking son. And that I really like those guys too. By the way, I I think their their two albums are fucking amazing. Wallflowers. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote some really great. Yeah. Songs. He did. There's one. I got one of those ex-girlfriend songs. You know, or you just you can't listen to it because. Yeah. It's, it's that one person in your life. It's like, sh boom. It's like there's one song that that dude put the out. The fucking like, sting. Wow. That's mm -hmm. the sting. That's the sting? Yeah. Sting of the past? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a sting. Yeah. Oh, or more. Or, yeah, potentially. What, what other yeah. stuff do you listen to? Uh, you so know what, man? I've got pretty eclectic tastes. You know, I'll be, I like a lot of old shit for some reason. I don't mean old. I mean like 70s and 60s, like uh -huh. American rock. No. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Cat's Limit my testicular output <laughs> so shyly. 
Um, a lot of like Leonard Skinner. I like Leonard a lot Skinner's of shit. I like a lot of like Almond Brothers shit. Oh, great. I like a lot of I I, I like a lot of Southern rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you know, great. I like a lot of like I think there's like it's like there's a bit of there's a less pretension and more rhythm to a lot of Southern rock that I really like. You know, mm-hmm. and I love uh, I love like Leonard Leonard Skinner when they got big put out some of my favorite shit because it was all about getting the fuck away from people. Uh-huh. All their songs. <laughs> <laughs> they they awesome. made like ten songs. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> I mean, every song was "I gotta be free." I'm a free bird. Uh-huh. Every fucking song was just like, "Leave me alone," uh-huh. you know. Lord, I can't change. You know, <laughs> gotta wow, go. That's funny. You know? Yeah, I've never. That's great. They call me the breeze. See ya. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like over and over and over again because all they were was just getting tugged on by a billion people, mm-hmm. but they still had that you know that that southern rock flavor. You know that that there's a, like a, a a twangy sort of you know like more of a rhythmic thing to a lot of the southern rock. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I Stevie th- Ray Vaughan, like love okay. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. He's know? the shit. Man. Yeah, God, I that that was one of the dudes. I never learned to play like that, but he he was one of the guitar hero guys that I really connected with. <sighs> I used to listen to those records all the time, dude, like Texas Flood and all. Dude, that shit. So come God, on, God, man. Dude. Couldn't stand the weather. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the live version of Couldn't Stand the Weather. When you you listen to that, please, everybody, go get that. Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, live with Double Trouble, right? Mm-hmm. It was Couldn't Stand the Weather. Was this when the, the old one, it was like in 83 or something before I, they... I don't remember blow. what it was, but there was uh-huh. a, he had a bunch of live versions of songs that were really amazing. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Voodoo Child. Mm-hmm. You ever heard him do Voodoo Child oh, live? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's one of the best versions of Look, I'm a huge Hendrix fan. I mean, the reason why we, we called this the Joe Rogan Experience uh-huh. is a total <laughs> ripoff of Jimi Hendrix. Because when I was a kid, I was a huge Hendrix fan, like always. Yeah, me too. But the only guy who ever took a song that Hendrix did and put it in a different place, not necessarily mm-hmm. a better place, but a different place, was Steve Ray Vaughan. Well, he Child. had so much respect for Hendrix, too. That was the yeah. thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that. open respect. Uh-huh. And in, his, in his music videos, he had like Hendrix posters in the uh-huh. background. <laughs> you know, he like, he yeah. loved Hendrix. It wasn't like, there was no, there was no like swagger jacking going on. It uh-huh. was just like, this is his version of it. Yeah. When, you know? when was... Mm-hmm. When did Stevie Ray Vaughan pass away? I think 1995. You know, I almost got to drive him. I was a limousine driver in Boston when I was no 19. No kidding. I almost got to drive him. I, wow. Yeah. I was 20, 19, 20, somewhere around there. And um, the um, he was touring with De- Jeff Beck. And oh, Jeff shit. Beck got in the van, but Stevie Ray Vaughan wouldn't get in any limousines. He would only take cabs. Huh. So he, he like that's weird. Yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. like being in limos. He was okay. like, "This is creepy." Oh, that's Fuck funny. This. <laughs> he would get in cabs because he likes to talk to people and smoke cigarettes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, or whatever he did. That makes you know? him even cooler. Man, you yeah. got to check out. You know Gary Clark Jr. You'd like no. Gary Clark. You got to check out. He he's Gary a dude. Every once in a while, and Stevie Ray Vaughan was one of these guys who brought blues to a point where the mainstream could really appreciate it. And Gary, I feel like Gary Clark Jr. is doing that right now. Well, Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, okay, he's, cool. he's the real deal. I got into uh, female singers when I was a kid because uh, while I was uh, uh, doing uh, martial arts competitions and kickboxing, I would always look for something that was like the opposite of that, something that was like calming, you know, because... That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I think... Yeah, I read The Book of Five Rings. It's a, a book by this guy, Miyamoto Musashi, who's a, a great samurai and killed like 62 men in one-on-one battles <laughs> with sword fighting and shit. Oh, my God. And um, he, he, he wrote this thing. And it's called The Book of Five Rings. And what The Book of Five Rings is, it's a book on how to live life. 
and it's basically all about balance. And one of the things that he proposed that every samurai should also be an artist. You should be well-versed in poetry and that you should be able to express yourself. There should be no holes in your ego. Mm -hmm. There should be no kinks in your game. Wow. And so when I was competing, I recognized that my, you know, as a man, your, your biggest insecurity when you're young especially is like a weakness, any mm -hmm. sort of weakness, whether it's love. Like I used to even li literally think that sex, like pleasure was a weakness, mm. you know, because. Catholicism. Well, ah. no, 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 it wasn't even that. It was fighting. It was a discipline <laughs> issue. It was desire. It was, a right? it was exactly. Right. It was. It was. It was yeah. It was. It was uh, the uh, the uh, not just desire, but pleasure. Like, like you don't need pleasure, bitch. Get out, run, mm -hmm. go run hills in the snow. Yeah. And so this 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 book sort of uh, introduced my head to the idea of relaxing some of my caveman bullshit mm -hmm. and <laughs> ap appreciating like the feminine aspects of things. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I started getting into was like women singers. And so I was like, like uh, I think it was like uh, 18 or 19 years old when I, uh, I got into like uh, Ricky Lee Jones. I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. She was at. Chucky's in Love? Dude, that's mm -hmm. a great goddamn song. She was a badass bitch. <laughs> she was crazy. a badass bitch. Any Linda Ronstadt? Oh, there? fuck yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? We played You're No Good all the time on this show. You're not good. We we played it to the point Diana where I got Ross. I got mad at him. Yeah. I got Diana Diana, I'm a huge Diana, Diana Ross fan Diana too. Diana Ross with big nipples. Yeah, <laughs> my hair kind of looks like Diana Ross right now. Oops. Whoops. But there's a lot of guys, man. When I when I, I told you, uh, you know, when I when I tweeted, you know, all my these guys are the shit. You know, check out this video, and I, I put one of your videos up. I got called a homo by at least a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> It's those, like, those dudes are afraid, so, though. They're fucking terrified. Yeah. You fucking real. There's something about a guy liking like something weak and soft. Like, oh, I like cuddles. I like hugs. You <laughs> fucking pussy. You, you know, know what? Every 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 strong man. Every like when you get sick, you still get the fucking sniffles. It's true. <laughs> Embrace it. Okay, I like how you're thinking. <laughs> what? No, I, I got it. I made sense. Like little yeah. bunny sniffles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Little like bunny. you can you can act tough. You can be as tough as you want to be. But when you're sick, you get the sniffles. Well, and, and you make you don't poopies. Like it. And you, you know, make and you make poopies. In the end. <laughs> in the Once end. or twice a day, if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Regular. If you take if you're fiber. Regular. If you eat broccoli. <laughs> you don't. You might have issues. <laughs> yeah. Right. And in the end, we're all dead anyway. What the fuck? So you know, it takes a. There's a certain amount of time that you need to live on this life before you sort of accept the fact that. You know, just kind of enjoy this and realize that none of it makes any fucking sense. You know, I, I don't want to go backwards here, but you were really, you really impressed and inspired me when you were talking about this book of five rings and, and martial arts and like, you know, it's you responsible would think, for this. You would think that, oh, that's Which, cool. That's, that's is that Yamamoto Musashi? Yeah, it's that's from a beautiful. An old it's really beautiful. Yeah, this is this guy Aaron Delavadova from Guru Tattoo in San Diego did it. But oh, it, that's what it, it is, Miyamoto Musashi. But I, I mean, I think there's something that's, it, it's true wisdom when you can have a balance of calm within, within the arena of, um, I don't want to say war, because that sounds really dramatic, right. but, but like when you're um, in, I don't wanna, in battle, but in the, in the proverbial sense. If it just like, competition, you know, pressure. But like in life in general, yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Because there's yeah. a lot of shit out there, and especially if you're doing something like that, or like even when you play a show, like. Where you have to you have to center yourself, mm. and it's really easy to um, want to just dive. You got to check the pool for water before you dive in. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like it's really easy to just go into situations in any capacity in any facet 
whether it's you're going to work or you're in a competition or you're playing a rock show or you're dating you know without without uh, that's that is sometimes a fucking wrestling match isn't like, it yeah are you kidding me good god i'm in my late 20s i know Holla. <laughs> but but seriously early I think early late 20s thank you ben that's really nice of you to Look, redeem yourself ben. after calling me old in the cow with the pick old there but old seriously. take that bro you gotta take that you gotta thank say you. i'm sorry thank you i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> question mark <laughs> With a condition, always. Uh, well, you know, it, it, it came. My ideas of chasing down like a balance came out of very purely selfish reasons. Initially, it was just I didn't want to get my ass kicked. It was that simple. It's just like to 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 compete better. I, I feel I felt like I, I needed to balance myself out. Mm-hmm. You know, really, kind of a weird way to uh, approach it, but to me, it's the only thing that made sense. It's like I tried meditation. I, I I did that as well, but there was like I think there was other stuff that needed to be uh, addressed as well. You know, well, you, I, have you been competing your whole? I mean, when no, did I you did start? when I was young. When I, uh, I when I was growing up, like in high school, I did mm-hmm. mostly. You know, yeah. Until I started doing stand up comedy, and that's when I was like twenty one or twenty two. So when when I started doing that, then I just like completely uh, abandoned uh, the idea of uh, competition. I was just sort of doing that at that point, at that momentum. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd done it like so much when I was a, a young kid, you know? Yeah. But, but the, uh, there's a lot of shit that comes out of martial arts that is clearly and directly applied to, uh, to, to art, to any form of art, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And it's, it's from that Musashi book, you know? Uh-huh. The idea that you, there's, there, there was so much that's fascinating about that book was this guy that, lived you know hundreds and hundreds of years ago he was basically a a man who would go and have one-on-one battles to the death with other <laughs> men so he could have no weakness he could have no imbalance in his in, in his thought process and right. his ability to to you know to to to, to uh, objectively look at any situation he had to really be aware of what his strengths and weaknesses are mm-hmm. how to improve upon himself and so this was his approach you know, and I just always found that, like, who who faced crazier shit than this guy in life? Uh-huh. 60 one-on-one sword battles? <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? But I think it's amazing. Oh, oh sorry. God. Sorry to interrupt. No, please. Oh, I, I, I think it's amazing that someone who's so successful at all that stuff uh, was uh, so focused on accepting the entirety of himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because That's why he was so good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, then if you aren't, repressing certain avenues of yourself i don't see how that would be an unsuccessful thing to do you know well i think we we a lot of us you know human beings we require something to imitate we require uh someone who uh, leads by example and uh oftentimes we're left in situations where it's all peripheral like the people that lead by example they might be on television or in movies you're not sure how much of that's bullshit but your your examples that you reach in everyday life they're not they're not good you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not good examples of people. So, you know, what are you, what you, what are you imitating? I mean, the tribe imitates, you know, uh, the, the big buzz of the hive. I mean, if you look at, like, Japan, it's a perfect example. They're, I just got back from there. Super polite, strange, alien culture where everyone's nice and everyone's height, height. Everywhere you go, everyone's super polite. And you're like, well, how did this happen? How did this happen? Because somehow or another, they, they engendered this type of thinking, and it got in a buzz, and then everybody just copied everybody else, uh-huh. and then it became what it is. Uh-huh. It became what it is. It was planted, it grew, and now it is what it is. But, you know, that's not, that's, it's not easy to pull off of Japan. It's not easy to pull it off of Japan, but it is 
what we what we need one of the things we need especially when we're young we need examples uh -huh. we need other we need someone else to imitate we mm -hmm. need someone else to say we need someone that shows it's why we love heroes it's why we love you know the, the great heroes of movies i mean joseph campbell stories it's all the idea behind it is all that we need someone to aspire to so that we we realize the weaknesses of our own you know insecurities or our our, our own dissatisfaction with who we are yeah you know god <laughs> this is too much. No, this is amazing. No, this yeah, is deep, it's bro. Much. It's too much. But it, but I think it's an interesting thing because your your perspective going to a place like Japan, you're you're going there as a, a successful entertainer. You know what I mean? And that also not not to challenge your perceptions at all, but your perspective is uh, someone who people in that environment are looking to please as well. You know no, what I mean? A, that's definitely a good point. But um, uh, I really, I saw it amongst uh, everyone everywhere. Yeah. The, the way I, I, I really, um, I, I watched a lot of people. I sat, I sat down in the hotel lobby for a long time one day just watching people interact with each other. And they were, they were so polite. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, and everyone's like slightly bowing to each other, and hi, 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 and hi, everyone's hi. just really trying to be super Very accommodating. Agreeable. The uh, security mm. at the the uh, arena could not have been politer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were easily by far, right, Brian? The easiest to uh, get past the security, also. Remember that? Yeah. Well, they didn't understand <laughs> that Brian was with me, but you know, I have these uh, these passes, and it's supposed to be like you know, like just leave me alone. You know, there's a big pass. I know what I'm doing. And, you know, when I'm, I'm trying to move the guy through, I'm like, he's with me. It's okay. He's with me. And they, they just didn't know what the fuck that meant. Yeah. And in America, we do it all the time. And yeah. you know, everyone knows. Every, you know, it's cool. But, you know, in, in Japan, they didn't know what was going on. So I was like, it's okay. It's okay. And they're like, okay. You sure? like, <laughs> it was like this weird communication. Like they didn't understand English. And uh -huh. we, we kinda put, but they were so polite, they just let us go by. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's nobody, it's I mean, I don't want to say nobody, like, would bullshit their way there. But it's much more uncommon than it is in America. You can never just, you know, let a guy come up to you and go, oh, i got to go over there real quick. Yeah. Hi. 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 Yeah. Hi. Suzanne lived in, this is something I love about Suzanne. She lived in Tokyo when she was like 16, 17. Oh, my God. Wow. As a model? Yeah. How dare you? Hang out with the <laughs> Russians? <laughs> I didn't. I had some Russian friends. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. What was that like? Um, You know, it was... I was 16. I was so young. Oh, who the fuck um, let you go there when you were 16? My parents. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what the fuck, man? They, you know, my, my folks let me move to New York when I was 16, too, which Whoa. is pretty crazy. But, they, but you know, this is like, uh, there's there's details. Like, they, they, they were with me for a lot of the time. Joe may appear again. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, buddy. Come on, man. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, culturally speaking, for, for Japan, um, there was, it, it, it's definitely jolting. Especially when I was that young, going you know over ten years ago. Jesus, I'm old. Um, sorry, that's dumb. <laughs> no, you you just were there when you were a baby. But, I, but it's You're weird for old. me to say like over ten years ago. It was it's very weird. But yeah, um, but you were fucking sixteen. I was. That's crazy. That I was. Crazy. Um, What's that about? What what was your mom thinking? Just get her out of the house. You know get what? My folks. Get her out of the no, house. They were really no. My parents are are really amazing people. They they were they're super very, supportive about you being a model in Japan. Not that they've always just they've known that I I have. I've been driven with things like I've always had things, you know, like right. I grew up doing a lot of musical theater and I sang a choir and I played an orchestra and, and I just would work my ass off like this things that I loved. And they, I, I attribute a lot of my um, opportunities to the, their support because they were never like, no, you can't do that. You're too young. They were just That's like, yeah, let's do this. Open minded. They, they were mean, great. Yeah. They still are. You know, they, I, I, uh, they live in Ohio, but they, um, you know, age. 
I, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But I've got a lot. I've gotta, got a lot. I gotta of ask. Like, what do they do? What does your dad do? What's your mom? My do? family owns a restaurant, a, a restaurant, an Italian restaurant. Yeah, my, okay. my grandparents started it. And what it's called led Santos. you on this crazy journey to be a model in Japan at 16 years old? Well, I started locally in Cleveland. I was right. in like Value City department store ads growing up. And How like, long would you go occasionally to Japan it'd be like totally mortifying because I'd be in like a Dick's Sporting Goods ad in a sports bra, and I go to high school and everyone's like, "Yeah, I saw you in your training bra." And I'm like, "Whoa, Phew, it's, it's for athletes!" Wow, <laughs> you jackass. Um, but no, they they let me they let me go. Um, I I was uh, scouted by an agency when I'd previously spent my summer in Chicago when I was 15, which is so funny because like the agency was like, there's going to be chaperones and you guys, they're going to live in like a model's apartment and there's people there. And like, I did whatever I wanted and I was going wow. to bars and I was 15. Oh my God. It was crazy. It was oh crazy. My God. You but you know, hard, I, was, I, did, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, you know, I was still a virgin. Till then, Listen, you just Roach got really personal. <laughs> I have three daughters. Don't freak me out. I'm not. Please. I'm not. No, no. Keep you know what? Together. Just talk to three them. daughters. Oh, I talked to. Them. I talked to him like that, crazy, bro. Suzanne has two sisters. Three Shazam. sisters. Excuse me. Three sisters. Four girls in my and, family. Uh, are you the oldest? The youngest? <laughs> I'm the youngest. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! They've given up by then. Of course they let you go. <laughs> of course they let you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's ridiculous. <laughs> if you were baby number one, I want to tell you, you would have never made that fucking They're trip, like, sister. We're done. Thrown in the towel. Well, no, it's not even that. It's that they would have been terrified of losing you. But by the time they got down to you, they were like, let her free. Go ahead. <laughs> Japan just, sounds just reasonable. I heard they're nice. <laughs> Japanese people are polite. Good luck over there, kid. Good wow. Job. Was it What's hard the to longest survive? amount you stayed there? Uh, I was there for like two months. Wow. My whole summer, basically. Wow. Like Anything creepy weeks. ever happened? Um... <laughs> There was a lot of creepy stuff, but nothing that was like nothing that was dangerous or bad okay. for me. But just like in, enticing, um, I gross, enjoyable. So I vomiting. This is this is the funny part. So I I don't know if I should talk about. You surely should definitely. So so I did. I the the one and only time that I've ever done ecstasy was in Japan. Mm. And I was with I was with this like incredibly beautiful professional boxer from New Zealand, and so we basically like we did ecstasy. Do you have a song written about this? Guy no, yet? no, no. We made out, right? We ate we ate popsicles and watched The Matrix. Oh, wow. And like later, as an adult, I look back and I'm like, I Might can't believe like night. I didn't get raped or something, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I totally right. like you know that was it. It was like totally innocent and like literally when I got off the plane, I was like. Hey, mom, dad, I had a really good time in Japan. I tried ecstasy, still a virgin, everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> like I told him. the kind of messages you can look wow. forward to. Jesus I'm like, everything's fine, Christ. you know? <laughs> Sounds Holy like an amazing shit. date, by the way. Yeah, you might be the coolest <laughs> chick of all time. Oh. I want to do that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to wake up early tomorrow. I knew, so. I knew it was going to be that kind of party. Actually, I think we do. Do we? Well, do you guys have like what's no. going on oh, now? You guys have rehearsal. concerts going on. Big, a lot of big shows. You were saying at your show no. in Santa Monica that you're nervous got, about your upcoming shit. Uh, we well, we have a lot of things coming up, but you know, it's funny. Newport Folk Festival people are listening and they're asking us to talk about that. But yeah, see, tell these people to shut their pie hole. Well, this is what you need to do. They're worth talking about because Honey, incredible. Honey <laughs> Band at Twitter. Okay, all the information should be in your background. Put that shit up on your back wall, your wallpaper. You know. Mm -hmm. So when people go to view entire Just profile, go to honeyhoneyband.com. Is that it? Is that where you're at? That is it. Yeah. Everybody always uh, wants uh, you to like really focus on their thing, though. 
<laughs> well, you know, festival. but we've Remember got a we've got a big summer. That is a great festival, though. It is. Yeah. It's it's I'm sure they're all great. We're fucking pumped. We, no, we have we have great stuff coming up. We're playing South by Southwest, which is next week. Is that true that they just like they don't don't pay for plane tickets? They don't, they don't pay, pay for, for shit. No, we're not going to pay for nothing. No, they don't pay for anything. Isn't that crazy? How does that work? But you know what? We're going to have a damn good time losing our asses. I'm sure you are, but isn't that a little odd? That South by South. My friend Duncan Trussell, who's a stand-up comedian, got invited to South by South. West, and he he r- had no idea that this was the case and he said this is the most preposterous fucking thing of all time it's like this is like a big financial success and they're not paying anybody mm-hmm. and so he made this whole video of Hitler screaming and yelling <laughs> and Hitler is he's like yelling at people and in the you know you don't know what the fuck Hitler says unless you speak Germany German Germany <laughs> German. the country and <laughs> he was awesome, so he's got he's got in subtitles in English all the different things about can you fucking believe how South by Southwest works you know how ridiculous it is that they just fly you out I mean you, you they don't even fly you out there they don't they don't, they don't even give you a drink room. ticket you, they, they should at least show. give you a drink no, ticket. But, but the <laughs> thing is they give you bottles thank Christ they Otherwise, I wouldn't go well that means that's that means that somebody's <laughs> donating bottles but but they South by Southwest is it's kind of like a, a, a amorphous thing. It's like we're we're playing shows. None none of them none of the shows we're playing are South by Southwest. There are people who are have kind of venues set up at South by Southwest. Oh, I right. see. Yeah, I so see. it's you know it's a it's a crazy thing. My friend Doug Stanhope used to do that with um, the the Montreal Comedy Festival. The, the Montreal Comedy Festival used to be called Just for Laughs, and it was like the big industry festival. It still mm-hmm. is, sort of. And uh, he would do Just for Spite and do it at the exact same time that they would do it and do his own shows in town, <laughs> just sort of piggybacking. That's funny. So is that sort of like that kind of a thing? Like, no. Like it, everybody like gathers in that town. You put all kinds of shows happen in the town. I mean, it's a convention. It's a real co- – like that's what it's right. based it's on, like it, and that's yeah. the reality of it is a convention. Not many people pay attention to that aspect of it. But all these people, everyone from the industry just comes in and wants to showcase. I would you know? be cool if they just paid for your plane ticket That'd in your be hotel nice. room. You know, nice. I mean, look, you know, if you really want to operate on the idea that it's a huge publicity campaign, this and I guess it is. This is when we're going to call upon you for martial arts – you know, sweet moves. No one so wants to pay for shit. The I mean, that's the reality. The internet is your friend. <laughs> the internet is your friend. These companies are not your friend. The internet's your friend. The internet will get your, your information, your music, your thoughts, your ideas, your best shit delivered way better than any of these fucking crazy people in some weird town that want to fucking put up tents. That's not it. God, we haven't that we helps. haven't slept in a tent this. yet, which is good, <laughs> which is good. But we've had some crazy experiences with days in outside of Indianapolis. What happened to the days in Denver? Outside? Actually, Denver too. Oh, oh my dear. God. oh yeah. So basically, we've pretty much banned like if, like when we're stuck, like when we're driving like eighteen hours or whatever the fuck, and we get to that point where we're like, just stop anywhere. It doesn't matter if there's a days in, don't go. Ever. Ever. Wow. Sorry, Ever. Days strong in. words. Sorry, days That's the w- Brian knows days too. In, I just Brian, wanna, it's the worst. I just want to say that I've stayed in Scarring. Days Inns before. I've had no issues. When? <laughs> when, though, Joe? It's back in the Dizay, yo. Okay, well, the Dizay has changed. <laughs> uh, you say. That's but true. I don't think you can That's generalize. How many Days Inns have you stayed in? Well, we've had too many. two. How many? Give me well, a number. 30? We've had two for two. No. Okay, that's not enough to judge. No, you're that's right. Like a, that's a Nielsen number. But you so guys far, are you crazy. tell your story outside of college. <laughs> we have 100% 
fucking creep us out right now. This was okay. like, it was a crack house. Okay. It was a days in crack house. That does happen occasionally. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a Cleveland podcast. Well, I don't give a fuck. Okay, good. <laughs> Listen, first of all, it's not me that's saying it. I want you to <laughs> that's know. That's a good point. It's really clear that <laughs> ben, this so is. So you're you. the ones who are going to look like this assholes. Is, you, yeah. is honey, honey. Run this Same shit through yeah. a computer, and for sure, that's <laughs> not my voice. the experiences we've uh, had. We've had. We went to days in. This is in Denver. Um, first of all, the the man in front of me uh, booking his room in Days Inn was buying condoms with loose change. <laughs> <laughs> this is not true. not an exaggeration. When we got up to the room, somebody was in our room. Oh, somebody was no. in our room. Knock on the door. Hey, we're mm. two seventeen. Oh, okay. And then he scurried off. Not a joke. And then as we were realizing this was not the position for us to be in, we were leaving. Some dude in two thirteen tried to pick a fight with me. Whoa. I said, came out of the shadows. Fucking came at me. Whoa. What did he say yeah. to you, Ben? I had something about me being pussy, probably. I don't know. I shrimped out. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just got trolled. <laughs> How dare you, Ben? How dare you shrimped out? That's you what kept I that like this is why we need you, pocket. Joe. Joe, you, you need to teach us your Listen, ways. Listen, I need you guys, too. I need you guys for inspiration. <laughs> okay, so we'll trade you songs for sweet moves. Listen, I will do whatever you guys need me to do. Except awesome. anal. Listen, oh, is that the truth? Brian, why did you have to taint this experience? <laughs> Brian is just, that's what he does. He's a human train wreck. He's fucking boards on a railroad track. That's right. Okay, He's creating problems. Oh, dear. oh, boy. oh, Brian. Yeah. We need to make that shirt. Yep. We keep talking about it. We need to make a shirt the that Brian says, oh, shirt? Brian. Because he does this every podcast. That's sort of his job. Oh, Brian. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got Brian. it. When he says something completely inappropriate that only his... Ohio mind can figure out. Wow. <laughs> um, you guys gonna play the Angel of Death? Yeah, you wanna hear it? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Tune up your shit, I'm gonna pee. Oh, good. This is the most we've ever peed in any podcast. I know, it's a lot I of I blame pee, alcohol. Yeah, I'm gonna hold it. Oh, I'm gonna Yeah, we should do that. Sound of a violin being tuned um, to my phone. It sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> what, is, oh, what does that mean? Were you married, Brian? Married, Brian? No. Last oh. Did you ever play violin? Uh, no, I played trumpet, bassoon, keyboard, uh, tuba. Do you have any of those instruments with you? Would you like to play along with us? I. Uh, don't have them anymore, and I don't know how to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, now so, I'm gonna tune. I lost all of it. B-dogs. If I play like this, is that gonna be like? Can I play up to this guy, or should I play up to that guy? You can play whatever you want. Okay. This. Is, how do I make this thing work? It's not moving. Sorry, oh, we're tuning shit. via application app. Now, do you find that's accurate enough? I, I'd be honest. I, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. That's a machine, and I am but a man. <laughs> um, have you guys been back to Ohio lately? Um, you know what? I went back to Ohio for a month over Christmas. Yeah. And it was awesome. We played a show. Where'd you play? It was great. Um, I'm in the Cleveland area, so. Right, the, is the flats still around? I heard no, the flats no, no, aren't no, even no. there anymore. Too really. many people got drunk and drowned in the river. Yeah. So that is gone now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's real. When I met Suzanne, one of the first things she did is tell me about how she met Drew Carey. 
And she ran up to Drew Carey and said, Hi, Drew Carey, I'm Suzanne, and I just want to tell you that I'm really proud of you and everything you've done for Cleveland. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's I said, so awesome. I, went, I love you so much, and nobody pimps Cleveland harder than you do. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. And he, he tweeted back, like I tweeted at him, and he retweeted our tweet. Yeah. Drew Carey is one of the nicest guys I've ever so met, nice. especially in Hollywood. He's such a great guy. I was around him once. He, he was at the improv, and, and uh, I'll, I'll never forget what he did. He, uh, there was some kids that were like just starting out. They were like open micers, and uh, someone asked something. I don't, I don't know what it was. Some, someone asked some sort of a stand-up comedy-related question, and Drew Carey like made a, a, a point of like look at him in the eye and go, listen, just write one joke every day. Every day, just make yourself write one joke. At the end of the week, you got seven new jokes. Just write one. And he was like, like, and the kid was like mystified. Like, holy shit, this is Drew Carey. Like, he was an open micer. And Drew Carey's going, listen, just write one joke every day. You can do that, right? One joke. Just sit down, write one joke. And he had a big smile on his face. And He's very present. Oh, he's a nice guy. He, he was listening to me. And then, like, I was the one who was a babbling idiot. Like... I, I, it kind of threw me off that he was like, hi, how are you? Like, just really, really warm. And I was like, okay, yeah. anyway, so, uh, okay, gotta go, bye. <laughs> probably thought it was totally insane, which is good, because yeah, it's almost accurate. It's, it's possible to stay, stay a nice person in this, this crazy world. It's possible. This yeah. might sound foolish. Drew Carey made it. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, no, again. please, please. Do, do you, I mean, ha, like, when I think about sitting down and writing a joke, I don't understand, you know, like, it feels like, I mean, I, maybe this is stupid because I write songs, you know, so it's the same thing. But right. Like, do you, have you been through that period where you sit down and write a joke a day? Or you, every single day, you try and write something? Well, what I do, one of three things. One, one is I, I start just by just responding to people on Twitter and, like, looking for uh, interesting things that people are tweeting me. It's always some weird fucking thing. A guy got eaten by a crocodile, and this, right. this thing happened here, and then they got some new way to develop sperm in a lab. And there's, there's always a little bit of that. So I'll yeah. do that for like maybe 20 minutes. And then what I do is I just uh, I just write like essays. I just sit down and, and whatever it is I start with, it doesn't matter. I can start with talking about, you know, this is why it's good to get drunk. Uh-huh. And I'll just just start just whatever the fuck form? comes out of my head. I just need a, a starting point. I need I need mm-hmm. somewhere to press the green light. And then mm-hmm. I just start writing. And as much as comes out as possible. And then uh, I, I have to go back and sort of dissect it. And then I take chunks out of it and then throw those chunks in. And then those chunks become like it, it all condenses. It goes through like a filtration process. Mm-hmm. When then it becomes like don't, don't, don't punchline. Uh-huh. You know, and, it, and, and sometimes no. Sometimes like you, you have to go through like long setup things for like more complex ideas but for the most part that's what what it all what what stand-up all comes down to for me but but everybody has a different way of writing you know you, i mean do you think about rhythm when you check because you want yeah. you just went doom 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 punch line. yes oh and definitely that, yeah man rhythm is very important timing is super important and it's uh-huh. a very intuitive thing you know uh-huh. and it requires a lot of repetition yeah it requires you doing the material many many times to sort of gauge what feels false about it uh-huh. you know like uh when you have an idea like a lot of times like uh brian's done a lot of stand-up too and he can back me up on this because he's it's brian would actually be a good person to talk about this with because he's um he's uh, relatively sort of new to comedy he, t- he, tr- he tried it a long time ago and it took a long time off and then really uh jumped back in and started doing like bigger shows with us and doing a lot of shows here so he knows what it's like so so tell him about writing jokes yeah or, uh, how i just pretty much something happens fun- that i find funny like i laugh and i go that's pretty funny that I- and so I try to I write it down in my notes uh-huh. and then later just kind of think. Of, I actually do it the, the wrong way. 
I just kind of think of like an idea in my head, write down the notes so I remember it. And then right before I go on stage, I just kind of go like, all right, I'm going to talk about that. All right. Well, you know, that's not the wrong way. You say it's the wrong way. It's not the wrong way because it's a pressure-filled situation that right. sometimes works. Right. You know, I, I was on a sitcom in the 90s. It was, this call, it was called News Radio, and mm -hmm. it was um, one of the most uh, interesting things about it is the guy who created it, this guy Paul Sims, really brilliant guy. And um, one of the things he would do is they would not write anything till like three in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like it was like at 10 a.m. They knew that there was going to be a table read, but they hadn't written shit. They uh -huh. had like a few things written down and they're farting on each other and playing video games. And then at like three in the morning, they'd be like, fuck, we got to write this script. <laughs> and then they would write like 90 percent of the time. Maybe uh, I'm going to be really honest. Maybe 80 percent of the time. It would be absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh -huh. 20 percent of the time, it would just, they would just they, would, they were too tired and they couldn't get through it. Well, that's just how it goes yeah. anyway, right? Yeah, but it's that pressure, the uh -huh. pressure of forcing yourself into a situation where you're just going to go and talk about something and try to figure out what's funny. Sometimes little things blossom out of that. So yeah. you say it's the wrong way to do it, but that's the way – I, I've done it. I, I think and, it's a good way and, to do it. Yeah, and another thing is, it's like taking these little things and then combining them. Finding like, like that's what I've been doing lately. Where I find find something funny and I say it on stage, and I find something else funny and say it on stage, and then I try to find the way that I can put those two things together into yeah. one and make a bigger yeah. one. And it's kind of like I don't know. It's like Minecraft. For we, see, the jokes. difference between us and you guys, I think a big part of it is that we need an audience to practice. It's very important. You can't practice I, without no, an I, was, I was just going to ask you that. So, yeah. so 100%. That's totally it's yeah. so important. Mm -hmm. it would, you know, that's why I'm like, so uh, I always like go way out of my way to thank people and wait after shows and take pictures of the people. Like, I can't even practice without them. Mm -hmm. I need them for the whole thing. Yeah. The only thing that I could do is write concepts that I'm pretty sure are funny, but I need them to be there to craft it because there's a rhythm that you get in when you have people's attention. It's very different than the rhythm that you have when you're alone. Uh -huh. You know, you have to sort of like try to like replicate it, you know, as you're sitting alone, but you guys can come up with a fucking awesome song, you know, and then just launch it, you uh -huh. know, at people, and it's already done. Like, whoa! Like, that's impossible for a comedian. A comedian yeah. can only have, like, rough drafts. You go up on stage with some, some, you know, you have the ideas of how it's going to work, and you sort of, pra I mean, you have some punchlines that you've sort of pre-established in your head of being probable or, you know, profitable or, you know, mm -hmm. hopeful, you know, like, hey, this is going to fucking, this is money, baby, you know, you know, and then there's sometimes you drop them and they don't work. You know? There's also a lot of times where it seems like you feel like you want this bit to work or you're so surprised oh, yeah. it doesn't work yeah. that you don't want to give up on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's also sometimes where you say it once, one time, and it's just the perfect moment where the stars have magically aligned and the rhythm yeah. of the room is correct. Oh, and yeah. it's just, they the wanted best. to laugh at the right moment and they, and it, and it, 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 it nailed it, but it really wasn't that good. And you gotta let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let that shit go, right? Do you guys feel that with songs? Do you have songs that you get to a certain point in time and you're like, yes, it's just, we gotta get, throw this one away? Yeah. For sure, we've let songs go a lot. Yeah, we have actually not a lot. You know, do you ever, but recording is kind of like the uh, the end all. It's, that, that's kind of like the brick wall that everything gets thrown up against, and if it doesn't pass through, it doesn't make it. And we've had a lot of songs that have we we played regularly live, and then when it comes down to recording it, which means like confronting what you're actually playing, then it doesn't make it through. You know? What is the um, the issue that you guys had with "Let's Get Wrecked"? <laughs> the chorus. Um, no, it's not the chorus. I, I don't think it's the chorus. I think it's the I think it's the guitar playing, really. <laughs> 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 Kidding. Um, no, it's you know 
we're, we're re- I, I think personally, because we liked it at one point, we were all fucking, you know, over the moon about it, but we're our, just like, you know, we were talking about jokes changing and things like that. We're, we're going a little more, we're getting a little harder <laughs> and like just blues kind of, and it, it's a little more, I don't, I don't want to say kitschy because that's really insulting, but it's, it's more like, it's almost like it, we need to make it a little more mature. Does that sound okay? I feel like that record was a rush, you know what I mean? Yes. We we had to make we a record, it. so we made this record and you know, just like with jokes or with a anything. Yeah, we, that that was something that we we did and committed to and I don't regret doing it at all, but you know, at at this point, you know, given some time to marinate or whatever, we wouldn't have made the same choices, you know? I think that's a part of the process though, don't you think? I completely I think agree. You, you kind of have to have stuff that's out there that doesn't really represent who you are today, otherwise you're not moving forward. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of acts at, cer- at a certain point in their careers, they, it becomes the, the older stuff it represents like the best example of who mm-hmm. they are and so they're not embarrassed about it at all. In fact, they look at it nostalgically, like that's back when they were really putting it together. But I think that's a funny thing. Sorry. No, you first. All right. But that's life, right? It it is. But I feel like if I had a goal on how to live, I would I would make the good stuff come afterwards. I think <laughs> you that's know what I mean? the progression of the mm-hmm. universe. I mean, that's that's that is sort of how it all works. Well, it's that's truth. how everything works. You know, yeah. I think it's it's good to be truthful with where you're at. Like, I, I listened to our first record the other day for the first time in a long time, and I was like. Ner- like I was embarrassed in mm-hmm. my way, like in my weird, like you know, just analyzing myself and being like, oh, that was I could have done this, this, and this, and I sing it like this now, and my voice is better now, and but you know that's again, that's that was that was my truth at the time, and I, I think in in and if I may go as you know so deep in in life in general to be truthful with where you're at is a really rewarding thing, and you know as an artist when you look back, it's really easy to be hard on yourself, but um, you know, to to give myself a hard time is is wasteful. You know, it's just good to just keep it's, going. Yeah, you don't want to give yourself a hard time about the past, but uh, I think it's it's a that's a big part of why what you're doing right now is so good. It's like it all sort of like this sort of distaste for shit that doesn't sort of like really resonate with you. Like yeah. it just feels like I'm faking this or forcing right. this or that sort of distaste is what leads you to you know to greater heights like this gross feeling is like yeah. so necessary it's like it's really you know in, in order to have like such a depth to what you're saying and what you're doing you have to have gone through like a full spectrum of feelings and thoughts on things and i think uh that's what your your music resonates with like a lot of thinking like that la river song man that's that's another song i really love it's like the the lyrics are like it 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 speaks of someone who's thinking you know what i'm saying it's not just you could say a a certain amount of words in a row and it's just a song and a few things rhyme and and it neither clicks with my head or it doesn't but there's certain twists and turns in the narrative there's certain twists and turns Mm -hmm. in how you're describing things that just you know as as a as a person like that's like that's what you hope that you can do to somebody as a person, you hope that you could put something out there, whatever the fuck it is. It's your your apple cupcakes or <laughs> your fucking, you know what I'm saying? You get the Never best back one massages. One Putting those out all you the know, time. You know, you, you, whatever you fix a car better than anybody, you just hope that mm-hmm. somehow or another you knock someone on their ass like that L.A. River song does. You know, yeah. like a lot of your shit does. 
It's uh, that what that represents to me is just like Miyamoto Musashi saying, once you understand the way, you see it in all things. Mm-hmm. Once you see it, once you see it in one thing, once you understand it broadly, you see it in all things. And Lauren Hill idea. said said that too. Everything is everything. That bitch is crazy. It's the truth, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just drunk. Definitely. No, I, I completely no, I think agree. Everything you're Definitely, saying I'm just is, drunk. Is really you're very emotional. I'm really a little emotional you today, are, right? You are. I'm on my period. Too much or bad? Too much. Be honest with me. Too much. Well, okay. You're just you're 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 totally in a different Joe that than you are most of the time. Well, you know, I think. I don't know, man. I've just been thinking a lot lately about um, the idea of uh, just the idea of sort of uh, just interacting with human beings, you know, and what what it really all is, you know, and how uh, how bizarre it is that w- there's there's a certain there's a certain thing that happens when we connect with people in a very positive way, and it, it's it's sort of an accelerant, and it's sort of a a feeling of like everything is moving in the right direction. And we all sort of instinctively know when that's happening. And that's like when I feel like when you guys are here, when, when, you, know, when you guys are here and you're playing music and I'm like, holy shit, like we put all this together. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have anybody that helped us out here. We put all this together. I met you guys. You know, uh, I, I talked about you online. We talked Balls back to each other. Kind of Balls of Steel hooked it all up. <laughs> we, we go back and forth and then boom. Blood Fart 7, thank you. That guy's not a real guy, is he? Yeah, you know what, he though? Is. Is he? I think you're <laughs> no, right. It's not. like it's kind of like there's this fabric of of interesting connection between people that the more you kind of sort of let it happen, it's really an interesting experience in life. Like people come in and they teach and everybody's a part of it, right? Absolutely. There's Every- a fucking hundred balls of steels out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. balls, of, balls of steel. We're looking for you, man. We're coming for you. <laughs> Isn't we're, gonna, we're gonna hold you. But, but, but with, part about it. with that in mind, there's a hundred or more, way more than that. Incredible bands, you know. Yes. I mean, our position playing incredible. Shit. How many guys are like you out there? Be honest with me, because what, there's what a lot of hacks mean? out there. And there's none. No, there's only one Ben Jaffe, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm gonna attest to that. This man is a one of a kind. I mean, like, if you're not a stand-up comedy fan, the first time you've ever come so to a comedy club. Too. I bet he is. He's a smart guy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, you can, it's like Musashi said, concentrate on that, and I'm sure you'd be a great comedian if that's what your calling was. If you, if you, I, I really think that's really what it is. I mean, everyone, you know, you're, you're certain the essences of the various ingredients of your personality might lean you in one direction or the other, but I really believe that if you had chosen to be great at anything, you'd be great at anything. If you, if you f- hit Professional the basketball. right, maybe not, maybe not me. <laughs> But I'm not no, but I, I, I believe I believe you. I don't troll. think I don't think you know everyone. What people call talent, I don't think it's a specific thing. I think it's a focus. Um, you know it is I mean? a little bit, but there's certain dudes that are talented in a strange, bizarre ways. You know, physically talented, especially like athletes. There's some I've met athletes like there is no way you can't tell that they're absolutely physically talented and gifted. Like if they're the not truth. normal people. They can mm-hmm. do weird shit. They can mm-hmm. jump through the air way higher than anybody. And they can run quicker mm-hmm. than anybody. They grab you at stronger. There's just no getting around mm-hmm. that. You know, so there's, there's a certain amount of like physical and athletic talent. There's a certain amount of like vocal talent. I can't sing at all. I'll never be able to sing. I, my voice No, but like, you have a voice. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. there's, there's a difference. It's not a difference, actually. I think that... I'm, oh God, this is really intense, and I'm I'm like embarrassed <laughs> to be so candid, but I, I kind of want to say this. I think when people have these um, these gifts in life, whether it's athleticism or um, just a brilliant mind, or you know martial arts or acting or music, whatever, um, there's always an opportunity for an awareness of the other people around you, and and how you connect to them with these gifts. And I think some people have 
there's it's a closed door and it's just their gift and their maybe their ego or whatever and then there's the other people that just understand that it's all part of a bigger thing like you know there's a I think there's a reason that you're able to reach over half a million people because you you have a lot to say and you know you're not you're not spreading bad things you're 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 having a, you have ideas and you know what you said is really interesting because like in a, a one-on-one competition sense the, the the only problem with that is that life a lot of life is competition and mm-hmm. in competition a lot of times it pays to be selfish right you know there's a the very interesting way of looking at life like in 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 terms of looking at it like a competition or looking like it as you have to be competitive but at the same time we're all somehow or another a part of the same thing Mm -hmm. that's a weird sort of a differentiation that a lot of people have a really difficult time you know it takes like a lot of life experience to sort of put that together yeah Yeah. that you know and if you're a person who's like a a competitive person especially at a young age it takes it's a lot of conditioning to get past the idea of like looking out a hundred percent for you only for you Mm -hmm. and like everybody else could potentially be an enemy or uh, an opponent you know so it's a I think for uh, do you do you, do you find that there's a lot of competition like amongst uh, uh, fellow bands and a lot of like weird shit that goes on like you know I think if you look at it like that you're already at a you're leading with a handicap you know yeah. because that's not what it's about for for me I'll speak for myself I, I'm of I'm, course not I think right you have a similar but I mean it's. But- it's not there's a little bit of a pull though yeah there's, there's a two, little bit there's of a jealous worlds pull, right? that exist you know what i mean there's the world that we get to do what we want and create the music that we want but then there's the world that we have to survive as a business you know what i mean and that is a competition i yeah. but the, the bands that if you were potentially to call them competition are usually people i really admire That's so the truth. there's a there's a shift if you're going from a defensive standpoint you're already going to lose you know and and i don't i don't feel safe that way that's like a that's a weird way to live your life, you know? And, and so when you just embrace, like, like inspiration, like you, I love that you keep saying that we inspire you. That's such an honor. And I feel like that about people that could, one could potentially call our competition, but I, I don't view them that way because I respect them. My friend Paul Mooney, he's a, a stand-up comedian. He's an old-school stand-up comedian. He used to write for uh, Richard Pryor back in the day. Like, wow. He's a great guy. And one of the things, you know, he was like telling a bunch of young comedians once, he was like, go be entertained. Mm-hmm. Just go out there, go be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and I didn't even think about that until I, uh, until Paul said that. And then now I like consciously go look to be entertained. Yeah. And that's that's why I was so excited about seeing you guys. Oh, <laughs> and now we're besties. <laughs> we're all besties. <laughs> I feel like that's what you're saying. The ability to be, uh, to compete without feeling threatened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's not, well, you'd be competition inspired. can be a healthy thing. Sure. Actually, I think it's a very healthy thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's As like, is listening to your old shit that sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy <laughs> thing too. Because it, it fucking gets you going, God damn, fuck shit. Ooh, yeah. eh, damn it. You know, it's there's there's a there's good in that man. It's good in everything, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm glad I met you guys. Me too. This <laughs> you guys is cool shit. All right, so you're gonna play uh, Angel this of Death. Is, this is for you, Joe. This is oh, all for you. Oh yay! You ready? I think I'm. You take this one. I'm floating on the wind till I. You 
never spend a single day apart Yes, I guess there have been many others Yes, I've treated them the same as you Oh, but quick, I've let them dry And I licked the salty tears they cried Many went from many to a few But I'm the angel of death, baby, and is near Keep your hand on your chest, don't let me whisper in your ear Keep on walking like the door When I come knocking Mine's the voice you never want to hear You guys are the shit. This has been an honor. One of the funnest, coolest podcasts we've ever done. God, that was amazing. Yeah, it was really fun to do. Uh, I was so I, I, sorry if I talked too much. I was hammered. No. But, uh, you guys were great. I got a little mushy there. Got a little crazy. I said some shit that I'm probably going to regret. Better but not have spotted on my new chairs, Joe. I spotted a little, but... Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> girls got to do what a girl's got to do. Um, listen, this has been so much fun. Uh, yeah, seriously. It's really been... Uh, uh, 
an unusual exercise in the the use of the internet and you know and how it all came together and it's so satisfying and fun really interesting and i'm so glad you guys came on and anything we could ever do for you if you ever have anything you want to promote anything please come on anytime you're more oh, than man. welcome you guys Thank have you carte so blanche you guys are really cool cool people wish you nothing but the best and you can get them online at twitter at honey honey band at Honey Honey Band. No spaces, you fucking freaks. <laughs> and uh, is there a website, HoneyHoneyBand.com? HoneyHoneyBand.com. HoneyHoney.com. HoneyHoney.com is a porn site. Mm. Oh, don't so go sure to that. Whoopsies. Well, Thank God I got more. That's... We also We're also featuring pictures of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, you guys are on that one as well. We're you should have your own. You should buy that. We're for all real. Over. You got to buy that <laughs> site. How much are they offering for it? I have too no much, idea, but I know we much. don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, that's probably worth millions. You know, honeyhoney.com. It's eventually, you know, someone from you know, someone's gonna know someone, and they're gonna say, hey, just go to honeyhoney.com. You get all the details, and they're gonna be mad at you. What about yeah. that? No, Bitches. or they're gonna thank us. Bitches. You know what? You need to get anonymous on your side. No, don't wow. do that. HoneyHoney.com <laughs> is probably a, a, a legitimate business. What kind of ridiculous yeah. idea was that? Entrepreneurship. Me? Go America. Okay. HoneyHoneyBand.com. <laughs> Only HoneyHoneyBand.com. And, um, and find them on Twitter, and that's it. And uh, thanks to The Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you, Fleshlight. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you one if you want. You can you I think I'm okay for now. <laughs> Does it vibrate? You would like the taste. It doesn't vibrate, right? Ben, would you like one? Okay. We can get you one. I'm not really sure what I should <laughs> say right now. You know, that's a good call. I like how you th played that. That's exactly how you should have played it. This is it. too much. This is um, too much. If you want one, just seriously, holler at me. Um, <laughs> Go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link for the flashlight, enter in the code name Rogan. You will save 15%, you fucking freak. You don't have to sing to it with a flashlight. I have to do what I got to do, dude. Sure I got to get through this thing. <laughs> this sounds um, like more fun. <laughs> thank you to Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T. Go there, check out all of the different nootropics, and Google nootropics if you're interested in this subject. Enter in the code name Rogan if you want to buy some alpha brain, bitches. What's up with that alpha brain? Mm. Alpha brain is a cognitive-enhancing supplement that I use on a daily basis. It makes me talk so. Smoothly entering the code name Rogan. Get yourself 10% off, player. Listen, this has been a really fun podcast. Thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate the fuck out of it. Thank you guys at home. I, I appreciate the fuck out of you too. Ice House Friday. One love, you dirty bitches. Ice House, Pasadena, <laughs> Friday. Get a flight. Get out of here. Hurry up, quick. It's going to sell out. Go, run. <laughs> <laughs>